Drop. You ready to smash some meat together until we produce a couple of genuine wrestle boys? Boys. 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 Hello. What? Uh, what? Oh, you guys! Slap a tornado. We, guys, we did it. We finally it, did it. We, we did kill, it. We killed him. We killed him. That's it. He's dead. After 121 fucking episodes, our plan paid uh, our, off. Mm-hmm. Derek's dead. Derek's gone. And you'll never hear from him again. Or till next week. Till next week. Unless you just stop listening now. Unless his his specter shows up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, unless you stop listening because you're listening to a podcast of murderers. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast by four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm fucking Zach, oh, not Derek. I'm I guy. am Eastside, and Wait. I can slap a tornado. And I'm mad. I guess I'm going... Oh. The whole thing is off. And, I mean, I can't even get into this. This doesn't only mean anything to Derek, but Derek, the way everyone's sitting is different, and it's throwing the energy. Mm-hmm. I like it, though. It's We're fun. all sitting on recreations of your gravestone that yeah. I made and just sitting and shitting into my own pants on top of. So. <laughs> Do you smell that dookie, Derek? <laughs> Hell yeah. Nice. Also, slapping tornadoes is fucking sweet. Hell yeah. Version one, Matt Hardy. Yeah. Esai facts. Esai likes hot sauce. Ooh, I like I like hot sauce. Can I have my fact? No, I'll pick a different one. I Jake steak sauce. Uh, no. I had steak sauce on a burger, and I'm like, oh, this is real good. Yeah, I like a more on a burger than a steak. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, TBH. Uh, I like it too. Nice. Anyways, (laughs) uh, we are a podcast on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. Uh, go to you know. Go to there to listen to a bunch of different shows. Uh, yeah. Jizz.biz. Yeah, go to ease-drop.com or just jizz.biz if you nasty. If you nasty, nasty. and you like to save yourself a little time. Listen to shows such as uh, Dealing With It. I do that show with my with my mom. Uh, Never yeah, Better. You can, you can listen to it, I guess. Uh, we have a, <laughs> there's a new podcast on the network, the Idaho Democratic Podcast. Yes. So oh, yeah. if you are not are, Chris Jericho. If you're not Chris Jericho. <laughs> if you're... If, a, if, a, a left-leaning individual in Idaho, and yeah, if politics, if if left-leaning politics is the is your game, then Idaho Democratic Podcast is the game. Uh, yeah, follow us on social media places like Wrestle Boys Cast on Twitter or Genuine Wrestle Boys on Instagram, or newly created bit.ly forward slash Faceboys to find our our Facebook hey, page. Facebook, Zuck. Zuckerberg. It's Facebook in all caps though now. Oh yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Facebook, which is which is bolder and more fresh. But because Bitly links are case sensitive, it's all lowercase. Facebook. Yeah. Don't get it confused. Face boys. Uh, let's see. Uh, we got uh, go if you want a free month of Audible. I'll fucking do it. Bit.ly forward slash suck, suck your, your own. own. Listen to a book. 
Um, good friend of the show, Blurg. Got some of those Bezo books, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, Doc Blurg? Doc Blurg. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Doc Blurg listening to those books? Yeah. On, Be- on Bezos' dime. You're taking money out of his pocket. Just like his ex-wife. Just yeah, mm. hell yeah, yeah, man, fuck him. Just like Matt when he's eating trash pizza. Yeah, garbage pizza. that's true. I'm stealing from the company, quote unquote. Almost getting fired, quote unquote. Yeah, I or, can't believe somebody actually had to like die on that hill. Yeah, and I'll give you his name, JD. <laughs> I don't remember his last name, but he was an asshole. JD Scrubs guy. Yeah, JD uh, McNugent from Saving Silverman. All right, there it is. Uh, also get a free month of Stitcher Premium by going to stitcher.com slash premium and entering code Genuine WrestleBoys, all one word lowercase, at checkout. And that's and, uh, uh, pretty cool. You can listen to a lot of Earwolf stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. Of, there's radio stations on there. You can just do it all on Stitcher. Um, there's a very great show called Freedom, hosted by yeah. Scott Ackerman, Paul F. Tompkins, and Lauren Lapkus. That it comes out on the normal like feed too, but later. So. Yeah, so you could be a you could listen to it before. And do be, you want to be an early adopter? Yeah, and then you could tell the jokes like it was your own. Are you gonna be a fucking poser? Yeah. Or if you like either the Halloween or uh, Friday the Thirteenth franchise, I do. There's a series called In Gore In. Shit. And Voorhees We Trust with Gorley and Rust, with uh, Paul Rust and Matt Gorley, both are great podcasters, or in Myers We Trust with Dyers <laughs> and Rust. That is a tongue. Those are both tongue twisties. Uh, and I listened to one episode of one of them, and it was really good, and I want to listen to more. Yeah, and you get the, the joy of walking around knowing that you are getting premium content while most everyone else is only getting standard content and you can put that in their faces except for us we're, we're a premium but we're free just because we're real nice mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 we're version one yeah yeah v1 slapping tornadoes mm-hmm. and then also um i started a new podcast if we're going to talk about that uh at good match show me and friend of the show friend of the podcast friend of life my friend nello and i and probably frequent contributors to this podcast as well brady and jenna gonna be talking about the five star match. Nice. You're going. You're going for the. You're going for another uh, four ski. Um. Just they're going to come on as. Oh, at intermittently. Yeah. The two drivers of it are me and Nello. I think Jenna's going to come on probably a little bit more frequently just because I recorded at home. I love that. I love that. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh. There is a finite. I think there's an infinite amount of uh good wrestling that Isai can talk about, and I'm excited to. Uh, to hear that while it's on the rails. Yeah, that sounds on the rails. It's going to be a lot more on the rails just because there's a very strict topic. But I did talk about jizz a lot more than I thought I would. And then I also realized on that podcast, while talking about jizz, uh, <laughs> yes, that I think I'm the reason this podcast gets derailed so much. It's a collaborative effort. But I, you know what? I was surprised last week when you were not here that we still almost landed at two hours. Yeah. Mm. So... It's anyway the wind blows, I think, but uh I think I'd derail it pretty pretty good though. But again, at Good Match Show, we're on uh Spotify, uh loaded up on everything else. It's coming up on iTunes. Good match show. Yeah. If you want a good match show, listen to that. If you want a good match show, ah, dealing with this it. or dealing with it. Yeah, but also I have a new podcast called Matt and His Thoughts. And it's normally it's it's soft ambient music while I go What Whatever happened to uh Cody Chavez? Oh, he joined the military. That guy's a piece of shit. Sorry, but it's true. Uh, but you know, it'd be soft ambient music and being like, "Are we just apes? Who've but lost all our fur? Am I men or am I muppet?" And then we put on our clothes to make 
up new for? You should really talk to Eric Larson about that. He once named a band about it. Yeah, and then you play bass in it. Yeah, we're not called that anymore, thank God. <laughs> but it's fact. So, uh, I don't know. That's, that's not a show. Uh, just kidding, Eric. It was a fine name. It just didn't fit us. We had this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> also, Cody Chavez, if you're listening to this, uh, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> I always thought you were weird anyway. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you always going to the 12-step shows. Yeah, it's nice. Oh, shit. I, I played a few of those. Yeah, I probably would have seen him. Uh, but... Who's the guy that sucked? <laughs> He's the one who brought the whole vibe down, dude. Vibe oh, checked fuck. his ass. No, nah, we were we were close for a while. He's the one who asked my band to play Haste the Day twice. No, that was me. Oh, shit. That's oh, right. but that was a very Cody Chavez move. That was me and Brady because we needed to buy more time for Tyler to get there. <laughs> From Wetzel's Pretzels. <laughs> Woo. I'm glad we could be of service. We appreciate it. Yeah. Um, it, it, we... we you guys played it twice, and then Gabe and Brady and other friend of life, AJ DeLeon, yeah. played a, and uh, Victor played a Horse the Band cover. I remember that. That show had a bunch of covers, because Severed Trust also did mailing at that show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember we that. We probably played Memphis. Yeah. Which Probably. is yeah, which is good. Uh, I remember. Fuck yeah, you, this does get all right the Christian off. middle court. This this fans. totally is just right off the rails, isn't it? Yeah, it's a look, look what I did. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna yeah, I was gonna continue down the road, but how about skirt? Well, uh, one I, last plug: you can buy our merch by going to our water maneuver store, uh, going to bit.ly forward slash merch boys, or buy one of our three sixteen shirts from us by going to bit.ly forward slash Derek's trunk. Oh man, you oh and you get a picture of his butt. Yeah. Signed. Yeah. Uh huge shout out to to Matt Melton from that baseball show yeah. for wearing one of those shirts as his Halloween costume as as Stone Cold Steve. Old Austin. Stone Cold. And his partner Aaron for being the most amazing Candace LeRae with her face half covered in fake blood. Yeah, that's pretty badass. It was really good. That was pretty badass. Anyways wrestling huh fucking wrestling happened this week there was a lot of shit that uh, happened yeah i mean where do you, do you i would love i would love if we can if i may if we may i would love to start with some saudi controversies because i feel like that's mm. what kind of kicked off I, so, I, a agreed. lot of this week and it happened like literally i got home from our recording last week and like saw yeah. it on twitter yeah so. like right after we hit stop it was like oh shit oh shit um Everyone's stuck in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Except Vince McMahon. And SmackDown is in less than 24 hours. Vince, Brock, um, Tyson Fury. Hulk Hogan and Lashley. Hulk Hogan Lashley. and Ric Flair. It was a really weird people that went on. It was. It made sense like when they kind of ex- tried to explain like these are the people that had advertised stuff for SmackDown. Or but then also Bobby, Bobby Lashley. Lashley. It's probably because he just had money. And it's like, I'm not. Well, it's because he had a pulled groin from fucking too hard. I, I don't like. I don't. Like I get, you know, it's funny. Haha, <laughs> pulled groin. No, it's not but, funny. But no, like I get, like well, they're trying to do humor. We pulled his groin. Wouldn't you think it'd be more so like your quads or like maybe about your back? Yeah, it's like what were you doing that pulled your groin? Because I mean, unless he was doing maybe some acrobatics that he hadn't stretched for. Oh, yeah, so it's, mm-hmm. it's Bobby's fault. So what? Okay, so what happened? What happened? Okay, so this is the story that was told by the company. And then we'll get other reports. Because it's all over the place, and who the fuck knows? <laughs> so, this uh, allegedly there was an issue with a, 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 the plane that they were on, and there was mechanical issues. A fuel pump, I think, is what Corey Graves I, said. I believe so. And that they were sitting there for six hours, and then they pulled them all off. And then allegedly the, the crew timed out. Like, yeah, we wow, we I pulled off my fuel pump, and then they all went to the hotel. Then there was the top twenty. 
people that went to those crew and wrestlers that got to go that quote unquote chartered their own flight, which was like Shinsuke, Randy, um, Big E, Roman, like the guys that you would think that, like, especially with Roman's a little bit like because it's like he's supposed to be a locker room leader. Yeah. You, you expect him to stay with the boys. I could also see though him being like, I'm the face of SmackDown, I need and to I'm advertising. I need to try to get there. Yeah, yeah. And so they kind of made it like, oh, they they chartered their own flight and did that, and then they finally like at three in the morning the next day or whatever, then finally flew out. Um, people like you know Umberto Carrillo and Carl Anderson, they weren't happy. Andrade was real pissed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I would be too. So like on paper, what you see is like okay. One, apparently it took them hours and hours and hours to get on the plane in general. Uh, and, and then, then we're on the flight for six hours. For six hours. Couldn't leave because it had already gone through customs. And then your boss leaves. And then it's just like this, all this shit. I, I would be a pretty mm. friggin' pissed. So apparently like Vince and like that crew left like pretty soon just right mm. after the show. Just like kind of bailed. Like, I, I, I Not like bailed in like, fuck you guys. We know shit's about to the fans more. So just like. All right, we're leaving later. Uh, the way Corey Graves said it, and I, I, this does ring true to me, is that that's standard for Vince. Like, the moment a show is off the air, he's out the door getting to the next place because he's fucking busy. So yeah. I could 100% see he, he was gone before any issues Yeah, he needs to get happen. to whatever, like, weird youth blood source is out there that keeps him running. And so then this is where the other reports start coming in. The conspiracy So theories. on the 31st or the 30th, they had $60 million that wasn't reported on their call, which was on the, actually the 31st wasn't reported on their financial call for the third quarter that then made the report, mm. which happened a few hours later, $60 million in payment for Saudi Arabia. Yeah. When he gets there, Vin, old Vincent Kennedy McMahon apparently has a pretty heated meeting with the Saudi government about issues about non-payment, and then the show doesn't go on the air for about 40 minutes before or after it should have. Yeah. And so they're on a 40-minute delay. And so that's kind of a power play. The people alleging that after he left, that's when the Saudi government probably figured, hey, we can fuck with them. Vince isn't here. Held him. Yeah. Again, all speculation. We don't know. No mm-hmm. one knows. But I mean, it's obviously like the, the whole idea of this show obviously is in the media as as being sketchy as fuck. Mm-hmm. And uh, I imagine, you know, it's yeah, it's a publicity. It's a tourism thing. Uh, regardless of where you are, if if you're far from home, if you got a place to be the fucking next day, which is its own fucking thing, it's like you're gonna have these guys fly across the fucking world uh, to wrestle the next night. I guess the crazier things have happened in wrestling. They but were like, in Australia before. Yeah, yeah, it happened. It's just still like it feels cruel. But like, and then to be stuck and confused, and your families, like, I don't know, that fucking blows. Mm, like, regardless, like regardless of if any of those rumors have any truth to them or not like whatsoever the idea like you can see how those like rumors if they weren't true would like start happening and how it would feel very real to wrestlers over there be like because of like who you're dealing with it's going to be you're going to start speculating like why are we being held up even if it's for the most legitimate reasons even if you heard like oh it's playing issues all that you're still going to think is it actually playing issues and that's terrifying but it's also it looks like reportedly morale has been down since that, uh, which I would imagine. I feel like you know I 
the second you land back in into fucking town, because well, they're going to Europe like this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking feel for them. Jesus. So that all was happening. So a lot of members of SmackDown couldn't get to SmackDown because mm-hmm. they're they only had like a three hour window, anyways. Right. Like if they had made their flight on time, it would have been three hours. Like Ugh. before SmackDown started. That's when you'd be like really thankful to be a guy like a like a Mojo Raleigh or No Way Jose, just been like. Yeah, y'all can go work. I'm gonna go to bed. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna eat catering and sleep in the locker room. (laughs) Yeah, um, but like, I mean, as WWE is just like time after time shows like with them, got a better product out of them somehow, like having to not. Having to like just scramble last minute and do things without second guessing it, without rewriting shit. Like, when, yeah, when when their feet are to the fire and there's no real uh, opportunity for any like real nitpicking, and they just let wrestlers wrestle and they mm. let characters kind of have a little more freedom, it is such a fucking payoff. When, you, uh, when you're when you're uh, backs against the wall, you look to your blood, you look to your family, you look to NXT. Um, like, also, like the whole like card subject to the change thing. Like, I know, like, there are tons of people have talked about how like Vince's philosophy is like, if you have to change a card, replace it with something better. Like, yeah, and it sometimes it's ended up being kind of just like bullshit, bullshit. that these brought in, <laughs> like, like bringing in Ultimate Warrior and shit, like to replace people at times on tours. It was like that's not really better. It's a bigger attraction. Yeah, right. Um, but like. It does turn out to be true a lot. Like they go above and beyond when they have to change shit up. And this second. one worked out genius. Mm-hmm. To, so, yeah. So like, I mean, before we start getting into all that recap stuff, like they also announced during Crown Jewel that NXT would be added to Survivor Series this year. So like, that's already a big thing. And like, well, that's kind of perfect to like segue, like you know, like to rewrite the story now because replace everyone. Yeah. Flew in a bunch of NXT people. Just one plane from Florida. Yeah. Apparently, they landed like with five minutes before the show. Yeah, that's crazy. And then got there like 15 minutes after it started. Enough time for Shayna Baszler, who is in like the fourth segment or the third segment, um, to get there and pretty much just run in. Yeah. Like literally, I imagine it like get because they had like a what a, a police they had a police escort, escort mm-hmm. get in, get out, run through, hop the barricade. Because the, the show SmackDown started with Paul coming out, who's been real, a real big fan of using the word bitch lately. And I know it's like, oh, we can get away with it because it's TV and it's it's dramatic. But I'm like, this old dude saying that so mm. often is cr- cringy. But regardless, he, he knows the target audience that they're going for for those promos. Yeah, but the people who are fucking popping for that are the 50 year olds who are watching anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's so like he's saying it to the. Mm. <laughs> but aim lower. I don't know. But aim it, low. what well, do you want aim, him to say? No, not aim oh, lower no. morale Matt, wise. Matt, what do you want him to aim, say? Aim for a lower Matt, no. more. What, what, We've seen Paul Heyman lower. It was called ECW. What, what would I like him to say? Yeah. Uh, no, no. You said lower. What's the swear word in your head? Go. Oh, uh, lower than the B word. Oh, I don't like it, but it's the C word. <laughs> I mean, that's the one lower. That's meaner. The boat on the rest of development. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The C, the C word. word. <laughs> Get uh, rid of the C word. I'm, Michael, I'm right here. <laughs> What a uh, great fucking show, Arrested Development. Was. Yeah. It really was. A, a new great start. Show. A new start. Uh, 
anus tart. But I, uh, I, so like Paul comes out with Brock and they basically show Brock's whole match with Not even basically. They just, they they, like, like knowing what we know now about like when the NXT people got there, like, oh, that first segment makes a lot of sense because it's not Paul's best work and he's stalling for time. Yeah, exactly. It makes all the sense in the world when you see like what comes after with Shayna running in after Bailey's match. And then they kind of just sprinkled in this, it was a slow build of this invasion angle of like, Maybe like, okay, I'm starting to see what's going on here. Mm. Sammy Zayn had a hilarious segment. Hilarious. Uh, with Matt Riddle and Keith Lee. But let's let's start how it's so we get a Nikki Cross versus Bailey match. It was actually really good. They it get, really was. And I I uh, I'm gonna guess that like they also like didn't know how long there's gonna go for like when they went out for that match. They're probably just like, hey, like when the ref tells you to go, exactly. Then go. Yeah, yeah, when you get the go home cue, because, yeah, because like, that match didn't seem as put together in the best way. Yeah, it's like, oh, they're actually going out there and wrestling and probably doing what they know how to do really well, and then Bailey wins the match with a new finisher. Yeah, yeah. well, it's, it's her it's, slash old finisher. Yeah, it's her uh, finisher from the Indies, the Rose Plant. Yeah, and so we get that, and then. Shayna Baszler jumps the rail, beats the shit out of everybody. Mm, yeah. yeah. Murders oh. Sasha, then Nikki, and then Bailey. The crowd's going fucking bananas. Oh, NXT mm. chants start fucking popping off. Except this one, there's the worst dude in the front row who stands up and starts giving a thumbs down when Shayna starts attacking Bailey. Oh, man. And it's like everyone else is like popping huge for it. It's like this dude sucks. I yeah. paid $1,500 for this ticket. I wanted to see Bailey celebrate. I want to see her give me a I want to see me. Those are, it would be those shit, like weird people you see on Instagram saying that NXT is trash on like main roster posts. Yeah, and stuff dude. Like, that's that They're dude. not even stars. Where's Mandy Rose? <laughs> so that brings us to the next segment, which is uh, uh, fucking Sammy Zane. Samuel Zane being like, He's like, any of these NXT people try to come at me, or oh, they got another thing coming. Ooh, I'm going to knock them out. Mm. Then the, the most terrifying <laughs> thing you could imagine, getting yeah. in Sami Zayn's shoes, fucking Matt Riddle and a, Keith Lee. A shoot fighter and then the, a massive principal. Yeah, who can do backflips. Uh, <clears throat> and, and he's like, hey, guys, my NXT shirt's in the car. I mean, I didn't want to get food on it. Yeah, he, yeah brazenly was just like, look, I'm wearing mine, too. Just a, uh, that, bro, that's a black T-shirt. I, I love that he's like, yeah, I, I was in NXT. They call me the heart and soul of NXT. He's like, I love that he never mentioned that he's NXT fucking champion. Yeah. I'm guessing that's direction from the company because Sami Zayn's such a jobber on the main roster now. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I used to be somebody. He's like a jobber to, like, in a sense, it's like... Because he has equity with people. It's like they know that they can beat him up and it doesn't matter because people still like him. Yeah. And he's also that annoying that people still hate him. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really matter what Sammy does. Yeah. Yeah, he's in a pretty good pretty he's in a good. Yeah, he's in a good spot. Like, just the, uh, like, I'm guessing that they're like, yeah, don't mention. Like you ever held a belt or Yeah, anything? like, they would never say like, oh, NXT champion Bo Dallas. Fuck, they really wouldn't. Yeah, they yeah. really wouldn't. And so they chased him into the ring. Hit the fucking uh, was it the final flash, bro, Derek, and then the, the and then moonsault. big moonsault, and people go nuts. Just giant yeah. bro chants. I can't, uh, ab- I can't abide, bro, Derek. I, I feel like it's such a dated, weird reference for Matt Riddle to to have as a, a name as a finisher move, I, which is fine. It still looks cool. It doesn't, it doesn't take anything away from it. But every time, like, oh, bro, Derek, I'm like, there had to have been something that's else what that I, was floated by. That's what I say to Oster every time I see him. What's up, bro, Derek? <laughs> Broster Derek? 
Derek Broster. Derek Broster. Dude, they should just call it the Bro Clash. Like, yeah. Kenny Rogers Broster. That's what they should have called yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but yeah. Yeah, I can't think of shit either. Bro Derek's actually, I guess, probably the best fucking one. I'm just, fine, fuck. Like, I'm Bro Clash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that happens. <laughs> that happens. And uh, then, all of, so now we're in like, oh, this is... Full on, gonna happen? full on mm-hmm. NXT invasion. Yeah, especially like the next segment, it's Miz TV, right? I like, came to play. Which was advertised as supposed to be the fiend, as supposed to be Bray Wyatt. Oh, yeah. Side note Bray Wyatt's the Universal Champion yeah. and now is on SmackDown. Brock quit oh, yeah. SmackDown. Yeah, is Brock on quit. Yeah. Brock quit. I forgot to mention that. So they just kind of switched the champions. I really fucking hope they rebrand that belt because it's bright red. On M- the maybe make now. it nice blue. Mm. Yeah, I hope not that either. Because isn't that exactly the women's t- uh, championship? The the blue it's slightly, w? yeah, it's SmackDown it, women's yeah, championship. It's slightly the smaller. leather is red on the universal. Oh, that's right, mm. that's right, that's yeah, right. Yeah, and in the women's is slightly smaller, but that's the only real difference. Yeah, in the titles. Um, I I'm I'm one real glad that they didn't have Bray Wyatt on Ms. TV because yeah, I yeah. don't like the idea of that at all. I don't like I that. I think it was supposed <laughs> to be not The Fiend, though. It was supposed to be Bray Wyatt. I still don't want him in the Fun, ring. Funhouse Bray Wyatt. I want to see Bray Wyatt exclusively on Firefly Funhouse until The Fiend and, comes out to wrestle. Until and that say, red light. And doesn't say a fucking word. I don't, yeah, I don't want to see normal Bray Wyatt ever appear outside of the Firefly Funhouse. Because I don't think it would translate to an arena. I think it makes sense in that box of like a Funhouse that he has. Or like on news shows. It would look, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It would look super weird, I think, in front of 10,000 people. Yeah. Let's not, let's it. be real, like 2,000 people, but still. Or like five or six. Somewhere in between. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, so they're like, well, Miz is going to interview himself. And of of all the people that were going to come out, this is not what I would have ever expected, but I thought it worked really good. I, I agree because Champa is a great promo. Mm, Champa, yeah, Tommaso Champa comes out. Yeah, and it it was awesome. No one will survive. And uh, for the the when the Miz first kind of cuts it, you know they're they're fucking going into each other, whatever, and uh, and it's good. But Miz is like, oh, for so long, people have been saying, what, oh, what a dream it would be to have Tommaso Ciampa and the Miz go one-on-one on the mic. But before he said on the mic, I was like, no one has ever said that. And no, one has said, ever, no one has ever said, said that. said on the mic, and then I'm like, still nobody's ever said no that. No one's ever so said like, that, but that makes more one, sense. Maybe one person. And it was the Miz. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I thought it was like weirdly effective. Like I thought it worked. Mm-hmm. And I thought the two's match was fun. Like, I, I, lo- I had a good time, especially knowing what we know about how they were killing time. This is a, a show written on the fly. You know, Apparently, I, it wasn't necessarily written on the fly as much as like Triple H was the one like kind of took control of everything mm. and said, this is what we're doing. And Vince had to approve everything, but they didn't have time to go and say, we can, we need to change this, rewrite this, do this, do this, do this. It was, okay, this is what it is. This is what we have to go with. It's done. And like for the time sake, because it was a bit of a, I mean, the match wasn't like long, but it was longer than what you would almost expect. And it was less vicious than what you might expect from Tommaso Champ. From the Miz. From the Miz. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, It was pretty good in the ring. Uh, But I actually really liked it. Motherfucker needs to learn how to get up for that fucking angel's wings so i was telling it it was so funny so i was watching it and katie were watching it and i like it started off pretty strong and i was like this this match i was like i'm gonna show i'm gonna use this as proof to east side that miz is pretty good and then like five minutes in i was like man god damn it that that really didn't look great i I was i was actually thinking about it during this match and like if the miz was just a bit stiffer 
with some of his strikes, I think he'd be so Those fucking it kicks are so like, bad. He'd be, he'd be passable. Like the corner knee, like the like running knee oh, in the yeah. corner is the worst. It's like, terrible. Like if he was just like a bit snugger on some of the strikes and like appreciate him being safe and all that. Exactly. But, like, if things just looked a little realer, he'd be totally passable. The, that's the that's the issue. Only like, thing good that he does is that running clothesline where he goes through the ropes. Yeah. That's because he stole that from Evan Bourne. And like he carries himself in the ring pretty good. And he even admitted, he's like, I stole from Evan Bourne and I told him I was going to do it because he has 10,000 moves and I have two. <laughs> and that's one of them. I'm like, okay, fairly so yeah, it. fair. Um, but yeah, I thought the match was fun. It was just fun. Uh, I like Champa won clean mm-hmm. with the angel's wings that Miz did not get up for. Not at all. Yeah. No, it was real bad, real yeah. bad in the ring. Yeah, that I mean, there was stuff like that where I was like, damn it, okay. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. You're going to race a text message. Maybe, about yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe so, next time. It's so wild, like, how much smaller WWE wrestlers have gotten in the time since yeah. Miz, like, came into now. Because Miz is, like, you're like, oh, shit, Miz is, like, bigger than Champa. Like, yeah. You know, like, Champa's jacked, but, like, it's like... Champa got jacked after he had a broken neck. Yeah. Broken freaking but, neck. But, like, you see, like, Miz next to him, it's like, oh, shit, Miz is, like, not a small dude. Like, Miz is, like, yeah. a big, normal person. Yeah. Like, and you just, like, forget that because he's always next to, you know, fucking, like, Cesaro and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Like, the couple episodes of Miz, like, uh, whatever the fuck their TV Miz show and Mrs. is. Yeah. Uh, you watch, it's like, oh, yeah, he's a, he's a, a pretty, he's got some stature on him. He's a large man. Yeah. Uh yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Um so after this we got a backstage segment with old old Paul and Daniel Bryan. This was such a good one. And uh and, and uh, HBK. HBK. This was so fucking because good. HBK was great. He troll he even got me a little bit. I, I love it because it's like you have Daniel Bryan just walk around and be like, what the fuck? First off, he's not going to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And yeah. and then they're like, um like, hey, what's going on over here? It's like I, you know, I see what's happening, but you guys are here. Like, what's up? He's like saying pretty much you want to look for a fight. And like Triple H is first being cool Uncle Hunter. And then all of a sudden, like he turns like he's going to face him. And it's like you see the game snap into it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. And yeah. then you see Shawn Michaels taking off his jacket. Well, he's like, I didn't bring my I didn't bring my ring gear. <laughs> if I'm funny, you want to try, I didn't bring well, my see, ring gear. That was Uncle Hunter. But then he's like, but then you're going to get me. And then, like the slowly, game. while while he's cutting a promo, you see Shawn Michaels taking his thing. I was like, I didn't bring my ring gear, and like for that moment, got me. I was like, Nah, Are we're not gonna get... fucking get a random was like, Shawn Michaels re- unretired. Yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, I was like, well, like literally the dream match student versus teacher. Yeah, like, well, and in, in my match, in my head, like... it was like spinning. I was like, okay, Shawn Michaels' last match was at Saudi Arabia, which people fucking hated. And then I was like, this would be a redemption and it would be the most unexpected, crazy thing. And then, so, you know, the, the wheels are spinning and they look over to Sean and he's like, man, it's cold in here. And Triple H's like, yeah, yeah, put your jacket back on. Yeah. <laughs> like get like the tiniest bit of like the old, like boy toy, like charisma and like, like twinkle in his eye charm. Oh, twinkle like in second. one of his eyes. The other one might have <laughs> twinkle. I just can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> but and then like when Triple H is like a hey, champ. And fucking Adam Cole walks in. Just like an inch taller than Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Mm. What a handsome guy he is. Mm. Yeah, it it was awesome. And they just, it looked really competitive. Like me, you, for the NXT title. Here we go. Yeah. So. It also makes the NXT title feel like something special. It's like Daniel Bryan wants it. Yeah. It's in the main event of SmackDown. Mm. Like, okay. Yeah. I see. I see what you're doing. 
Yeah, so get set that up for the main event of the night. Uh, come back and another backstage thing. Bianca Belair murdering people. Bianca Belair, mur- like Carmella's selling in this was so strange. It was sc- it, it was like traumatized. It, it looked like she like was Saw some shit. Yeah, yeah. she's just like oh shit, oh fuck, like she like she was like down. curled up in the corner, like staring off, like oh my god. She was selling a mental injury. It, totally, <laughs> I was like, what did Bianca do? And then Dana Brooks is getting killed. Yeah, and then she fucking throws Carmella like a fucking like trash bag. Yeah, like Rey Mysterio getting lawn darted by yeah. Kevin Nash. By Kevin Nash, big sexy Diesel. Yeah, uh, I, w- I was like, oh fuck, okay, Bianca. And so then Rhea Ripley and Tegan Knox come out to fight Fire and or Desire, which was. Really interesting, just in the sense that as the show progressed later, you see in there there was a brawl that that came on that Dakota Kai was there, so they could have done Team Kick. Uh, I thought it was interesting that they went with Rhea and Tegan. I mean, it's I just mean, more faces. They need to they need to get they wanted Rhea on TV. Rhea yeah. is a bigger star, and yeah. then as we get into NXT, <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. Um, Dakota fucking geek. Also, oh, during, also didn't mention. During the show, so they had to fly in like random commentary as well. So we had Renee Young, oh Tom fucking Phillips, Tom Phillips out of his fucking purgatory in a- NXT, NXT UK, UK yeah, he and, and he thought that uh, four hours was a long, <laughs> long flight, Tom. Yeah, <laughs> fuck, dude. And, I was and, like, man, good on you, Tom Phillips. And then he looked to be in pretty high spirits. And like one segment, ate in English, ate in English. Who I like actually, I do too. But then it got replaced by Pat McAfee, who I thought did. Great, great in because this episode. Vince doesn't produce him because mm. he knows that he'll quit because he doesn't need it. Yeah, and, but like they never addressed where Aiden went, and I just have to assume that Pat McAfee murdered Aiden English. I love that um, the story on how uh, Pat McAfee got there. He told it on his podcast. He called the like he was calling around commercial, private jets, anything to try to get there. Center's like, hey, you think you can get to Buffalo? And he's like, yeah, I might be able to. <laughs> I'll see. And he calls the fucking owner of the Indianapolis Colts. And he Jim Irsay? Yep. He called Jim Irsay and got one of his private jets and fucking they flew him over. Mm. So hopefully who, Jim Irsay wasn't piloting is, it. Who is Pat uh Oh, why is he bad? Because he has gotten DUIs. Oh. <laughs> the billionaire has gotten DUIs. Call a fucking Uber. Call yeah, seriously. Don't you Call have people? Limo. Don't, you are a billionaire. Don't you have people? Have a fucking helicopter come and pick you Something up. Something damn. Fucking Peyton Manning. Who I don't care. So who who is Pat McAfee? I don't he's know. He's a former NFL punter. He's a oh. punter. He's a sportscaster. He is he does he is signed to NXT as like a com like a a commentator does like videos and stuff for him. Okay, because I was like, he's fantastic. He does at, kickoff. At he does the kickoff shows. I love it because he's just like a giant fan and also uses so much hyperbole that mm. it's like, it's so over the top. He's like, they must have fell from like 50 feet from there. <laughs> and he gets dunked on in character all the fuck by everyone. Yeah. In NXT. Everyone fucking hates him in character. I love that. Which whenever you see, I think that. I automatically assume that means people actually love them. I think because he's just a big fan and like he comes from a different world and he just like wants to be involved and just loves it so much. You can just see that permeate from his commentary. It's just like this dude fucking loves this product. He loves NXT so much. Dude's a millionaire. He doesn't need this. He's a all pro punter. Yeah. 
And he even tweeted, he's like, this is why, people ask me why I retired. He's like, this is why I retired. I got to live a fucking dream and commentate SmackDown and be in the ring. That's cool. And so I I really like just a fucking solid dude. I really liked how they uh, introduced Renee to that. She's like, obviously we all know who Renee Young is, but I like that they were like, uh, yeah, and on commentary, like host of the bump on FS1, WWE backstage, uh, Renee Young. It just felt so like, uh, like regal, you know? And yeah. you can just tell that she had like that confidence back. She was fucking good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, dude. I, like, Tom I Phillips she's basically too. a heel commentator on this episode because yeah. yeah. she hates NXT. Like, yeah. And Tom Phillips, I thought was really, like, that was just a good team. Like, with Aiden, mm-hmm. it was good. With Pat McAfee, I thought it was really good. Bring him back. Make that the fucking team and just tell Vince to like yeah. head off the fucking headset. Yeah, go do something mm-hmm. else, Vince. Um like but, what? Uh oh, don't you have the XFL coming up? Oh shit. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, Some no. of the players aren't showing up. <laughs> oh no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> uh yeah, and then we got a quick little match where Rhea just destroyed the other two and Tegan Knox um mm-hmm. destroyed Renee's face with yeah. um Fuck, who was it? Mandy? No, it was Sonya's Sonya's oh, foot because she threw Sonya over the announce table and just Renee was pissed. Got Renee square in the face. Renee was pissed. I would be pissed too. At least in character. Yeah. Like, well, she I, was like, "You broke my f- or like you made my fucking nose bleed." Or it wasn't fucking obviously. You made my goddamn fucking nose bleed. <laughs> you piece of shit. You piece of shit, Tegan. <laughs> no, but like I, I feel like she was genuinely also like I. Michael Cole I, I'm would have fucking given everything to <laughs> yeah. be like mm. Tegan made me bleed. That means I'm yeah. chosen. Or like I can only imagine Michael Cole sitting on this plane in Saudi Arabia, just be like, "No, <laughs> no." Tegan's there. That should be me. Oh, he's just like just fucking just like hitting himself. How do I charter my own flight midair? <laughs> Is there a faster jet that can come and pick me up? Punching himself in the nose. I want to bleed for Tegan. <laughs> I'm not the only one. <laughs> uh, just pulling yeah. out his own hair, making a little doll. <laughs> little Tegan. <laughs> the shiniest hairy wizard. <laughs> <laughs> You're a wizard. You're a shiny wizard, Harry. You're a shiny Harry wizard. It's the shiniest. <laughs> the hair doll even has Corey its own Graves little just sitting next to him. What the fuck are you doing? Like I'm fucking weird, man. But what the fuck? He's just laying there, like pretending. I hang out with Baron Corbin, who goes and buys those shrunken heads, and you're weirder than him. He's just like pretending to be asleep with like one eye open, being like, I hope he doesn't like pull his dick out or something. <laughs> Oh god! Oh god! He's doing his. Oh, oh fuck! Nope, okay. nope, nope, oh, ring the, I need something. The stretching is like okay. Um, uh, yeah, the match was fun. It was cool. Um, but at that point, I mean, I was so excited for this main. Scheme. Yeah, and then we got it, and it was like with half an hour left in the show. It, yeah, it was, and there was like commercial breaks and some stuff. But I was like, it was a it was a takeover main event match uh, on SmackDown. Yeah, this wasn't um, Daniel Bryan. This was Bryan Danielson. Yeah, because yeah. you could just see him like he was pulling out some of his old moves just. God, he's so fucking good. He's so fucking and good. And Adam Cole, like, he, like, you know, like, everybody's like, you always got to be ready. You got to be prepared for, like, whatever's going to come at you. Motherfucker was prepared. He looked like a star. He acted like a star. He looked like he belonged in mm. there. Yeah. And so when he hit the fucking Panama Sunrise into the fucking last shot knee and pinned him one, two, three, you're like, yeah. When you see some of those, when you see some of those NXT stars, uh, in the in the context of like SmackDown or Raw, in front of like 
a bunch more people. Sometimes it feels weird. Like, I mean, like Street Profits, even sometimes I'm like, I, I felt if that more intimate setting I thought suited them more in my eyes. Uh, but then seeing Adam Cole in that arena is just like, he just, he just Adam fits Cole right in. Adam literally belongs in wherever he's wrestling. Like, yeah. That, same like with like Keith Lee and Matt Riddle. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like, you like, you look at them and you're like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, like Adam Cole, like, he he's like sneakily like absolutely one of the best wrestlers in the company like and doesn't always get thrown in there with like Johnny he's not like, always talked about as like one of the best in ring because mm, he's but, so cool but he totally he's totally like in like he doesn't do as much flashy stuff as some yeah people that's do, what it is but he's just so goddamn consistent mm-hmm. like and then like he has like a, an unreal charisma same like with Matt Riddle again unreal charisma but like it permeates with him it's like He's like, I'm the coolest fucking dude in the room, and I know it, but you don't hate me for it. Yeah, yeah. He is like... like everybody wants to just smooch him. And yeah. He I is would, everything that Dolph Ziggler wanted to be yeah. in the <laughs> next coming of Shawn Michaels. Like, totally. I'm the like, next one coming, man. Oh, yeah, we wowie. Yeah, we wowie. Um, because, I came on the plane, uh, man. Oh, yeah, we like, know, Bray. Dolph Ziggler is like someone like wearing a Shawn Michaels costume. And yeah, yeah. Like, Adam Cole, like just the way like he works in matches, he and, has like, that spark, that and thing. How good he is at selling, like he's so good. It's not like Shawn Michaels over the top 2005 SummerSlam selling that. Apparently, that's all Dolph Ziggler watched. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't wait to dangle from the ropes every match. No, it's like peak Shawn, like yeah. type of selling, I, and like yeah, and so he had, much Shawn. And he had like a he had a fucking injured wrist. You wouldn't have even known. Uh, I mean, it was wrapped up. I don't know how injured it was, but like too much cranking, man. Yeah, I, I actually I've had that exact same wrist break that he has, and it took me a salt full three. I was in a like cast for full three months. I mean, he wrestled a fucking awesome match. Like I I for, I didn't even notice. Yeah. Good on him. It was yeah, it was really fucking good. Like, like wa- leaving SmackDown, I was like, that is that's one of those one that one of the ones that goes in the book is like a really cool, spontaneous. Fun, fun, fun show. Yeah, and like that's gonna be like on list of like best like WWE TV matches like ever. Yeah, like, like in, it's up there in fifteen years. Like the new mm-hmm. like there'll be like some new wrestlers be like, oh man, when I was a little kid, I was in Buffalo the night the you know like they'll just be like that's a story that people are gonna. No have. one successful comes from Buffalo. <laughs> Every time I die. Yeah, yeah, Buffalo. Uh, but there I am. What that's it. They ever know. <laughs> They're in the Buffalo Music Hall of Fame. Yeah, uh, yeah. Have you ever heard the New Black? Have you Have you ever heard New Jack Aesthetic, dude? dude have you ever heard Gutter Phenomenon, dude? Big Dirty, dude. Dude, last night in town, dude. That sounds good too. <laughs> I can love that band. I do too. Um, but uh, yeah, SmackDown was phenomenal, and I gotta say, Raw looked like it was trying to be SmackDown a little too hard. It It felt like they had a time to th- overthink things. Yeah. It felt like SmackDown with Vince having like time to chance like, to rewrite it. All right, let me make magic strike but, twice. But then also like not like not going all in with that idea enough. I know. Like, yes, exactly. And you have another hour to contend with as well. Yeah. But, I, I also feel though this is probably one of the reasons they there wasn't like the. The finality of SmackDown, like them standing tall, you can't have that every week. And like you could tell they were trying to make it build. So it's like, well, we can't bury our other brands, but we can't bury this brand. So they were being very protective of everything. That's a good point. Because also, we, I guess we didn't mention that, that at the very end of SmackDown, Hunter comes out. He's got yeah, a whole Wrestle- army. His fucking night after WrestleMania fucking lines yeah. of like... You want to build an army. It's like when you have a war and you want to build an army, you look to your blood 
you look to your family, you look to the click. And I thought fucking Xbox was in a show, but then <laughs> oh, he said you looked sick. to NXT. <laughs> I would fucking love if somehow Xbox could have an NXT run, yeah, like right. a one-year NXT run. That would him, be him tagging with Matt Riddle. And that little oh, dog fuck. on his chest the whole time. Oh, yeah. Uh, but then, Speak- like, it's crazy to watch an Lula. episode of... Yes, Lula. an episode of SmackDown end with like NXT in the ring and the whole crowd chanting NXT is like the, the fucking thing pops up in the corner. It's like, wow, that felt like a proper, well-executed invasion. And so then they, they do that and they go to Raw. A lot of stuff still happens. I mean, you're going to have the bigger stars there. They have to try to make sure Seth doesn't look like the biggest geek, but goddamn, Seth is such a fucking geek. So that I thought is, I, I that's the worst. I actually I know thought you it guys was, hate Seth. It's not especially it. that's Matt. not true. That's stop it. That's not true. Matt, you're wearing a shirt that says I hate Seth Rollins, aka Colby Lopez. Oh, it's a different Colby Lopez. <laughs> it's Cody Chavez. <laughs> I misspelled Cody Chavez. Uh no, I, I so I liked that Ross started with Triple H coming in a motorcade because we all knew it was gonna happen. I I like Unveil the mystery right there. Okay, of course but he's going to be there's here. There's a little bit of mystery because th- nobody like who, else came who, out. Yeah, who's out well, who's there, with, there him? with him? So I liked that. The rest of the way they executed all of it, I was like, well, all right. It, it was fine. It wasn't great. But like I said, it just felt like they're trying to be protective, which makes sense. Um, yeah. Seth cut a promo. Like We don't have to go through the whole thing because I felt we SmackDown just felt a lot different. Raw felt like Raw with like a little bit of an edge. Yeah. Um. And so, like, Co- uh, Cody Seth cut a promo, and he was like, "I don't know what to do. I don't have the energy anymore. You guys are being mean to me. <laughs> I, need, I need blue chew, dude." It was like a little. I I appreciated it, but when he was out there, it was just like, "Yeah, look, bros. I listen. I hear what you say. I tried my I, best, but I you guys are dicks. I don't give a damn." And then everyone just booed him in that moment. It was hard not to be like, "Fuck, that's cold. That's icy." Like I, I feel like the like I don't give a damn line was supposed to be like give him a little bit of an edge, but like people be like, "Oh, okay. Like now I'll like him more because he doesn't care." But it's like it just. It's like, like that thing of someone's making fun it. of you and you clearly care and you're like, I don't care. In and yeah, out whatever. Of, in and out of character. <laughs> and he, you give like a little jerk off motion. Yeah, whatever. That didn't even roast me that yeah. hard. Like in <laughs> and out of character, he cares a lot. <laughs> so like much. you can tell he cares a lot. His feelings are so <laughs> I, hurt. I, I, like I just want to give him a hug. I like, kind of do too. Like it's okay. I'm like, you're well, kind then of a he'll give me one of these. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, no homo. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Hey, it's it's okay to hug, but come on, you lay here. How about a a handshake? He'd he'd like give you like like, a fist bump. (laughs) Burn it down, bro. Okay, (laughs) see ya. Bro hug? Okay, just like one tap though. (laughs) So you don't have to set parameters. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's okay, dude. Uh, Triple H comes out and like, whenever you don't know what to do, that's when our paths always cross. I do. I know what to do. <laughs> it's fucking like he named every time. I was like, "Fuck, he's right. He's not wrong." And so then, undisputed era shows up entirely to be like, "Hey, fucker, we're either gonna beat you up or you're gonna like." It was funny. They they showed up. It was cinematic because they showed up right in the moment that Triple H is like, "You're either with us or," and then undisputed comes up against us, and it's like, "Oh, that's pretty fucking cool." Uh, in which uh, then the OC comes out. Undisputed Era retreats. Hey, man, what the freak? <laughs> also, what the Hawkins, freak are you freaking doing, you freaks? This one, Hawk, this, this one, Hawkins and Ryder ended up like standing tall to end a, st- a segment. They 100% NXT. did. 
What? They they had what does their shirt say? It's like win or lose, never defeated or something like yeah. that. I'm like, but yeah. okay, that's cool. But never defeated, still here. Yeah. Always ready. Which is like a little on the nose of like, yeah, you're never here and I, you always lose. And I like I like those dudes just fine. I, sure, like, me too. Just, it was so weird to have be like this supposed to be this big impactful thing and like why like why is it them not the OC and I think it was just a mistiming on TV May, direction probably I, th- I think it but. was too but I also I kind of liked it in the sense where it, it made it feel a little bit more of like what am I watching <laughs> like what is this also you can tell like you know why like Ricochet's out there because there's gonna be a big dive later on sure but it's like Eric Rowan got kind of lumped in with them yeah and like, not even like mentioned whereas like it's like oh my god and Rowan's out here too every, like, every time nice. that like Ricochet's put in one of those spots it's like like, oh, no, it's kind of a geek moment. Then they're like, oh, wait, they're just... They're they giving know, him a moment to they're shine. They're giving him a moment to shine, like the Mike Canella sting where yeah. he was just there with all the geeks, and he's like, <laughs> you fucked my wife. We're going to fight about it. It's like, okay, that's why he's there. And it's like, oh, he's going to beat him in five seconds. That's why, okay. Remember that's how Rusev returned? <sighs> what the fuck? Like how that's not mentioned at all. Dude. Anyway. Yeah, we'll get, um, we'll get there. We had... um, Who else showed up? Oh, they had the really cool segment, actually. The Becky interview, then Shayna Baszler just shows up. That was fun, and it mm-hmm. was shot way different than like most of the stuff. It felt like a, like a scene in a like a like Law and Order. They're just like staring <laughs> at each other. I say that because SVU is always on right before Raw. It, it's always on. That's just it. it yeah. It's Raw once a week, and then SVU all the rest of the time. But uh, <laughs> oh man, is Mariska Hargitay gonna be added oh, to this match? Oh, dude, I would love that. What's his name? I just know Stabler. Yeah. No, Olivia Benson. Oh, Olivia Benson for fucking women's champion. She really is a champion, and she and Mariska Hagate is is real life Olivia Benson. Uh, all nothing but respect. Ah, but what the fuck happened? I got totally lost. Oh, the, the, the interview they did. Mm. I was like, why can I only think of Law and Order SVU right now? And I just like that, like they tr- like made sure made this. Like she's like, I'm not Rhonda. Like I'm somebody totally different. It's like, thank you. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was cool. It was intense. They it announced was, it was in a circus. They announced it's gonna be champ v champ v champ. Or the women's champions, yeah. It's gonna be, be yeah, Becky Bailey and, and Shayna. Yeah, at I Survivor that's Series. Be sick. Oh, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Like the three of them like could have a fucking great match. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're all just different enough and they're all such good workers. Like Dude, Survivor Series is pr- is like it's tr- funny shaping because, up like, to be the, pretty fun. The most over person in that match, like Be- Becky, is the worst wrestler in that match, mm-hmm. and yeah. she's still very good. Like because Shayna, like we'll go to when we talk about NXT, she has like a fucking different like presence about her in the ring, mm. and like everything just has like this fucking viciousness, yeah, behind it that like other wrestlers, especially the ones that are quote unquote playing wrestler, you don't see it. No, mm. and like so like Bailey has like I think one of the best like next gears of any woman's wrestler right now like yeah, yeah when she's like moving really quickly and like having to like speed things up and like being super intense like she's really really good yeah and i think we're gonna see more of that now that like she's a heel and like that won't have to do as many of the like john cena-esque almost like family friendly moves like, right she right gets to be a bit more vicious with that shit i like, like that too and kind of like what you were what you were saying about adam cole uh consistent always uh with with bailey mm. like she's always delivers a, a really decent performance and i think put it in a match with with shayna and becky it's gonna really blow yeah. the I, i'm place. really excited to see like the shayna bailey parts of those matches that match yeah me like, too where like 
Shayna might have to like step up to Bailey's speed and level. Like. Yeah, and it'll just be like this real fun like NXT champ. I mean, I know Becky was there too. I know that, but they've even made a storyline about it in NXT. She was not as much a part of the whole uh, front row. Yeah, but uh, I yeah, that's gonna be really really fun. It's gonna have a lot of like history and like nuance. Yeah, and to like it. Bailey can like say the thing as a heel. Like she's the only person to have all three of those titles at one point. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Awesome. Like uh, in, in the match. The other thing that immediately sticks out to me about Raw that I thought was really cool was uh, Ray taking it to Brock. Mm-hmm. Uh, super weird. Super weird how I, the Paul Brock stuff, it just feels weird. Maybe it's just because we know too much. Maybe it's a curse to know too much about the behind the scenes yeah. stuff. Uh, but like, so Brock's going on this rampage looking for Ray Mysterio. Is, are you going to say when he said Ray Ray? In a very affectionate way, looking for Ray Mysterio. <laughs> oh, I actually missed that. That's <laughs> when he's funny. yelling, he goes, "Hey, Ray, Ray!" It's <laughs> like you know, that's like what he calls Ray Mysterio, like in person. Backstage. Yeah, right. It's just like you're supposed to be wanting to murder this person. Like, yeah, and it's like he's just coming, Oscar, Oscar. <laughs> uh, but like, uh, and then he comes out, puts a fucking crazy tall commentator, Dio Madden, through the table. I, I really like Dio Madden stepping up and was cool. like, holy shit, he is such a big person. Well, didn't they say they made reference to Jerry the King Lawler dying twice? That, that so was wild. It was Paul Heyman, and he was just like, it's like, if I unleash my beast on you, nobody's going to resuscitate you when you die on camera again. I'm like, which, ah. which, okay, I'm a little unfamiliar with this story. He, he died on air once. Like, tech, he technically died from a heart attack on air once. Like, in, in ring or, like, on commentary? On commentary. On commentary. Like, it was really weird. Um, it was in 2012? Yeah. Yeah, Punk was still there, and he was heel. That's absolutely wild. Yeah, yeah, he had a heart attack on commentary, and like Michael Cole actually, like he flatlined. Yeah, so he had a, and they were like, fucking doing like uh, CPR and shit on like was kind of right there. And the whole time, Michael Cole's still calling a match. No, so he's like, he backed out. Then like they came back to, and he's like, um, Jake Lawler had a heart attack. He's alive right now. We'll give you any medical updates, but for right now, I'm just gonna step back. And then they just had the rest of the show with uh, no commentary. Wow. Yeah, it's it's one of the most surreal things. And he was holding it together, but you could tell, like... Well, I mean, how shaken would well, you be? Because they're actually really, really good friends in real life. Yeah, yeah. And he, you could tell he was, like, was on the verge of just having... Losing it. Just, I, like, you know, I can't even imagine. For all the things I don't like and, Jerry Lawler about, that's pretty fucking and then, wild. Like, that's, like, one of the moments that also gives you, like, a lot of respect for Michael Cole, because, like... Mm-hmm. He was still doing his job. And he was also like the person getting help for Jerry like, yeah. while it was happening. Yeah. Like, Oh, my gosh. That's wild. And so uh, that's fun, I guess, that Paul uh, feels comfortable to go make a, make a nice little joke ski about uh, the man's mortality. Well, it's the second time it's happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because CM Punk and him faked the heart attack once. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, also, like, on Rod, some point, like, Heyman, like, I don't even remember the line he said. Fuck. Poster with all Bobby Fishes in the, <laughs> the Survivor team. Series. Um like Heyman had a line, and I don't even remember what the context was, where he like yelled something about like you need this, that you get a Jew. Like Yeah, yeah, he did. It, it, it was another one too where he was like, and Brock's not like any of those other bitches in the back. It's like, come on, Paul. The only reason it doesn't phase me when he says Jew because he is Jewish. Well, of course. Yeah, well, yes, yeah exactly. He can like, say it. 
But it's just like, just so like, it's not something you expect to hear that just bluntly on Monday Night Raw. It's one of those things where it's like, I I think it's fun how edgy Paul Heyman is because I'm like, I mean, he is there for better or worse, Bobby Lashley, uh, Rusev and Lana. But that angle had people fucking coming up though live. I know. I also multiple times. Have yeah, you guys yeah, seen yeah, we, we had the me fucking up. YouTube views on that's that. that in my head? That's why they're it's, doing it. I'm literally gonna look it up because last time I saw it was at seven million views. That's for fucking that clip. People insane, fucking dude. I go up for I, it. I, I get it. I do. I get it. I get it. It's weird. It's weird though. <laughs> okay, what else happened on Raw? Uh, but then Rey Mysterio came out, took the fucking chair to 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 the the limbs of uh, the, it was still pipe. A steel pipe, yes, mm. to uh, to Brock's legs. Uh, hit him with the title. Uh, they they announced it'll be Brock and uh, Ray at Survivor. Ray cut that fucking promo backstage. She's just all fired up. What a like he's he's a, he's running on all cylinders this late in his career, and yeah. especially because like I went from like oh he might retire to like oh he's like one of the top baby faces and like believable and like they give him they give Brock the injury angle so people like. Oh, he didn't walk out in his own power, and they made sure to say that. It's like I heard Brock didn't walk out in his own power. It's like, oh, they're they're giving Bro- they're giving Ray a bit of like bit of oh, shit here. Like, so that's and that's where like I'm obviously I'm really really hoping we get some sort of match like we got with Brian and Brock or or AJ and or Finn and Brock. Uh, and I almost think we will just because of you know how they how they done Kofi last. I don't think they're gonna have Brock squash two little guys. Uh, tw- twice in a row, maybe and they will. I think Heyman and Brock both respect Ray. Yeah, and, I mean, yeah, like Ray has the history with Paul going back to ECW. I'm sure that like the two of them were on SmackDown at the same time. Yeah, and um, I, I'm, I'm sure they are legit. Like him calling him Ray Ray in that thing, I think is yeah. legitimately a slip of like them being actually friends. friends. Like I, I could see that Ray uh, has a like the respect of everybody. Everybody and I, I love it because like you know we don't know how many more matches we're gonna get with Ray, uh, especially high profile ones. And I think he's going to leave it all on the table, which is, uh, scary, but pretty cool. Um, the only thing to me on my, on the table is my knee. <laughs> when you get your 30th surgery, 38th. Oh, congratulations. It's a big today. number. <laughs> Two more. And I get the next one free. Three, 40. Uh, every 10. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the, the video from last week's raw, not the one we're talking about, but yeah, the one yeah. before where Lashley, kicked Rusev in the balls and then they made out over top of him, which that's the thumbnail is them making out o- over top of him has 7.2 million views when everything else on the show is like at most like a million and a half. I mean, what does that say about our society? It's wild. What does that say about How us much as better a people? What does that say about us? Like in that, that promo then for the last week, cause I wasn't here and he's like, he's like, she like was mad because he wanted to have sex too much. All, all Rusev ever wants is sex. And he's like, "Can you blame me?" It's like, what am I watching here? No, but it's like one of those things. It's like they're making him such the baby face, and they're not making him a geek. It's like he just wants to get down. <laughs> I get it. Me too, Doug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> but it's also it's like that thing. I don't know. It's just so weird. They just they make him seem like he's like he just wants to get down. He wants to start a family, and like people are just cheering like yeah. And then like they they made. <sighs> I, mean, least, I can't I can't argue with seven million views. At, at least they made it seem like he wasn't like the big like cucking geek. Oh, like Mike Canellis, like Mike Bennett. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But. I that I don't know. The other big thing obviously that happened is we got Seth versus Adam Cole. Uh which 
just didn't i mean it it was it was fun it was good it didn't deliver obviously like daniel bryan and cole but it's a different kind of thing and there's a different kind of thing on the line because it's like in my head i was like well seth could feasibly win this nxt title solidifying he's going to nxt like that could happen but then i was like they're not gonna do that going into war games and all this shit uh the the match ended in a squash uh which turned into a brawl which turned into the most perfectly timed uh, Tope from Keith Lee at Ricochet Ritus. does a fucking giant uh, springboard uh, shooter, yeah. and then fucking Keith Lee does a giant Tope, and then the show goes off. The right air. as the mm. show's going off the air, you just see Keith Lee flying over the ropes into everybody. It looked, it was pretty awesome, pretty well timed. The force of a Keith Lee Tope like killed the show, like, yeah, mur- murdered the broadcast. Yes, it did. So it was a show, and did both of those shows. Had higher numbers than the other the previous ones. I mean, SmackDown wasn't gonna be higher because it was on FS1 the week before, but did even higher than the previous week on Fox. Yeah, and then the raw numbers was up slightly, but it was still up. Yeah, it, it was cool. It, I mean, it was fun. It builds a lot. Going, we still have a couple weeks till Survivor Series too. So I'm interested to see how, given what we saw in NXT, uh, mm. I'm excited to see how they keep playing this out leading up to Survivor Series because I don't think mm. it's the last we're going to see of this cross uh, brand. Oh, definitely sort of not cross pollination. Cross pollination. We also had one other match announced was the tag team is going to be Triple Threat too. Yeah, Viking Raiders Revival in a disputed era. So yeah, that's, yeah. That's going to be Buck Wild. I wonder who's going to beat the Revival. It's not cross pollination. Cross Hunter Nation. <laughs> Pretty much, it's, I wonder if it's going to be the Viking Raiders undisputed that beats Revival. Mm, yeah, who knows? Uh, do you think who do you think is taking that pin, Dash or Dawson? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Because obviously, oh, oh they're, my, both, dude. The fucking somehow. Yeah, I mean the Viking Raiders. Obviously, going, they're losing. <laughs> they've been yeah, they've been squashing. They've been squashing jobbers. Oh, what the fuck were those? The the Bay City Playboys or whatever the, the East, fuck? Ha- the East Hampton Polo Boys. Mm. The East Hampton Polo. You're Boys. You're thinking of. Kind of of Adam Cole's nickname, the pa- Panama City Playboy. And then I was like, the Bay City Rollers. S A T U R D A Y. Hey. All right. And that leads us to the Wednesday Night Wars. Yeah. yeah. So we start with, want to start with NXT since AEW also has a pay per view. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, this was the first time I, in earnest, watched both shows just flipping back and forth without going back and watching them both. Uh, or one and then going back and watching the other one in its entirety. So I think there's a, a few things I missed from both. But what I will say is for the lead up from my understanding, well, we, we were, sorry, we were going to start with which one? NXT. NXT. Okay. Uh, fucking great show. It was so good. It mm. kicked right off with uh, Punishment and Pete Dunn. No, with Bobby. Oh, was it? No, it was Pop, Bobby Fish being thrown into the side oh, yeah, of, a, yeah, yeah. A, of a container with like a ketchup packet or something exploding onto it. Cause there was like a, a noticeable like blood smear when he like fell down. I was like, Jesus Christ. Cause they were being jumped by the undisputed air was being jumped by the he was OC. Eating a hot dog before. It. Maybe that's what it, <laughs> they just didn't show that part. Cause I was like, that's fucking gory. <laughs> yeah. You tuned in about a minute late. The, the first part was the undisputed air getting hot. It dogs. was a minute straight of them sucking down chili dogs. Fuck, I want to make a chili dog when I go home. Yeah, it was not a bad idea. Um, but then, so yeah, it started off immediately with the OC invading NXT. Man, what the freak, man? This is NXT? This is a small time? What the fuck is this, Gillette? Uh, but then, yeah, so that was cool though. You saw AJ and the and the the fucking club come into the ring. Uh, they With you know fucking I stand alone ripoff song. Yeah, yes. Uh, and Holy it was funny. shit! I just realized something about AJ Styles and Gillette. He's a Falcons fan. 
they got beat by the Patriots in the Super Bowl in a very bad way. Where do the Patriots play? Gillette Stadium. That's why he hates Gillette. Conspiracy. Ooh. Holy oh. shit. This has nothing to do with homosexuality or masculinity. Uh, I, it's the Patriots. It's just the fucking Pats. And I can get behind that. Uh, no, I I can't support them. <laughs> I don't like them. Uh, but that doesn't mean anything coming from me. Uh, but I, uh, I, I liked that. I liked them starting it off. Uh, Champa comes out. Uh, AJ's like, like, oh man, daddy's home. Ooh, ooh, daddy, I like your balls coming out here. I like your balls coming out here talking to me like that. You got some balls, but there's only one of you. That's only two testicles, and we have six, six. testicles. Gallows and may even have some more. And mine's full of fifty caliber super <laughs> Yeah, mine'll shoot a hole through this damn ring. Uh, and then guess what? Guess what? Four more testicles came out, and it was they belonged to Matt Riddle and Keith Lee. Yeah, and they set up that match for the end of the night as the main event. Fuck yeah, love it. Great segment. AJ Styles, especially when he gets to be a heel, he's really good on the mic. Yeah, Tommaso Ciampa's fucking fantastic. Oh yeah, he's the best. I love that. He's like for years, Tommaso Ciampa's like for years. People have been asking me, when am I going up to the main roster? Well, I would like to be the first to welcome you guys to the main roster. And it's like. That's a cool thing to say, Tommaso. You just see the fans at first like, oh, no, don't leave us. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. And they're like, yeah, we are. Ha ha. And then we got Punishment versus uh, Peter Dunn. Mm-hmm. Sorry, what's fucking D- Damien Priest? I can't. I'm having a hard time remembering people's names Yeah, it's right Damien now. Priest. Well, because they all changed. You get so used to like uh, their names uh, before, and now they're not. My name is Damien. <laughs> I shoot. Punishment. <laughs> I shoot the flaming arrow. I'm Punishment Priest. <laughs> You call me Punisher. You call me Reverend Payne. I'm Punisherment. They had a great match. Pete Dunn is so good. And like the shittier he looks, the better wrestler mm-hmm. he is. And yeah. he's just been getting shittier looking and becoming a, such a better wrestler. And he was fantastic when he got into the fucking company. It's maybe not fair because I don't I don't pay a ton of attention to, to punishment. Martinez, uh Damian Priest. Uh but I, of infamy. I just, yeah, the, I don't know for me if that gimmick doesn't work because like he's supposed to be some kind of party boy. He is eighteen different things at once, and, and it, like I don't, I, I don't like that. Like, okay, is is he a vampire? Because, like, without saying that he's a vampire, everything they show and say would be like, oh, the next step is them saying he's a vampire. Yeah, uh, so he shoots this air. It, you know, it, he has the, okay, the Archer of like Infamy a, thing. I can get into that. It's supposed to be like a hedonist, you know, like, just like like a goth hedonist. It's like. Like yeah. somebody who's hanging out at the, the Raven those, Blade. Those all, Blade, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's like the beginning. It's like, oh, look at this party, guys. Like, oh, no. Yeah. That, that chick he took home from the club, he's biting her neck now. Yeah, right. And it's Triple H, because he's in the third one. Yeah, he is. <laughs> That's essentially what he's supposed to be, and uh, personal taste doesn't work for me. But he's like, if if like you take like, like I guess like satanic, like not like he like worships Satan, but like the satanic belief of just like kind of like going for like pleasure and like your own shit. That's what he is. I, I, I to me, they don't get that across as well, and I feel I like just, well, it also doesn't connect with Archer of Infamy because like what what, party, what does that have to do with it? Party yes. people are like infamous yeah people who do weird shitty stuff and what is the arch what is the fucking being i don't know with the you're bar- asking the wrong people <laughs> i don't know just- why am i supposed to i don't have the answers matt <laughs> i don't like I, these are the questions like you know well, they're like, bad when you have like little kids describe like 
a superhero they're creating and they just keep adding like gimmicks or me like, as a that's kid, what punish like punishment feels like it's 100 percent me when i was a kid at halloween where i was like i want to be a pirate but also a vampire but also a hobo and my mom's like well i guess we'll just get we'll just make that work uh and it, it's a pirate how, vampire hobo yeah yeah like you just had fangs and then like an eye patch and a like a bindle. Uh, I had a bindle and then like a little uh like coffee ground uh beard, <laughs> but also vampire teeth and a pirate eye patch. Uh, in my head it looked really cool and I bet it did. But um, I wouldn't have given you candy. It's like pick one and go. Oh, I wasn't trick or treating. Oh, no, no, I didn't no. leave the house. Yeah, like <laughs> if I like see. A vampire on my doorstep. I'm not opening the door. <laughs> yeah, I don't care what day. I don't care if it's a pirate and if he has a home or not. Wait, I'm not letting a vampire in. <laughs> this hobo pirate seems like he has something else going on. Oh shit, he's a vampire. I feel like he rides the rails, but also <laughs> the high seas, <laughs> searching for blood. <laughs> um, but that being said, he's great. Uh, Damien Priest is great in the ring. That was fantastic match. Mm. The fact that he can do that fucking step up dive from the second rope uh, to the outside at Tope, fuck, that's insane because he's a very long guy. Mm. Yeah, he's a long boy. And then uh, big Killian Dane after Priest uh, after Dunn kicks him in the dick after he kicks Priest in the dick. Yeah, Killian Dane comes and runs out, beats the shit out of both of them. Probably setting up a three, a three dog night, a three ski. I'll say this: a uh, good use of a ball shot. Yeah. Especially because it, it kind of plays off the last match where Priest hit him in the dick. So he's like, I'm going to kick you in the dick now. Yeah. My I'll, turn. Also, after the he finish, kicked his dick off. After the finish of the match, also, Priest went from selling the hand that he just tapped out to to back to selling his balls. Yeah, which I thought was, was pretty very, good. Was which I'm good. like, maybe he actually got kicked in the old beings. But. Kicked right in the dick hole. Right, in, right kick him in the dick. And Killian Dane comes out and he's like, fuck you both. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good sneeze. Yeah, I'm not going to. Nice. I'm not going to say it. Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. So I was kind of skipping back and forth. What after this was that the was it the, the Tanera? Was that the yes. Tanera match? Tanera Conti and Santana Garrett making her like re debut. I thought Tanara her signing. I, I thought Tanara was looking like she's making some improvements. Um, I like she does she does like, but this match I, I felt like something she's was off so this match. Bad. <laughs> I'll like, give you the Miz. I won't give you this one right now. Like you should switch. No. Okay. I, I think Tyna. I, I think Tynara is getting better and she's will getting, be good. But this match was not. And Santana Garrett like looked like she was trying to help it like, move like 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 they're underwater. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I don't mean to be mean, but if if you're in a match and Tynara Conti's the one who's kind of carrying it, it's not going to be. Uh, uh, Santana oh, Garrett is a better wrestler. Like. She, she, she was trying to slow it down for time. Oh, is that what it Tanara was? was like, like getting ahead of herself a bit. Like, well, what a sacrifice on on Sant- uh, Santana Garrett's part. Because like Santana, everything that she was doing looked fine. Tanara at times just looked lost. Mm, that she, wasn't even that long of a sequen- match. There was a sequence where like they like like got lost and didn't have to reset. And like this is a match that like wouldn't have made NXT when it was taped. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, even if it had meant to be, like, this right. was a match they would have just, like, either cut down or just, like, yeah, skipped. Yeah. Um, but, you know, good to get some TV yeah. time, hopefully. Study, hope San- study the match and maybe... I hope Santana Garrett gets a better, like, chance at re-debuting, like... Yeah. With, with someone that's just, like, a little bit, like, a little bit more, like, solid. Unfortunately, like, most of the women who are, like, 
really solid right now like that are on tv are like all up in that main event war games yeah they really are storyline so they can't war games games. uh they can't really like spare any of them like for santana garrett right now oh yeah like i don't know maybe dakota kai now (laughs) like i mean that'd be solid choice or like bring fucking chelsea green or diana prato on yeah that'd be great have a match with her but yeah but then uh, I'm not sure exactly what happened after that one. I got him confused because I was flipping back and forth. Um, but uh, I mean, unless if, if there's other things that are important to talk about, for sure there was. I mean, there was the match with uh, Dakota Kai and Shayna Baszler. And Shayna Baszler. Dakota Kai is like a great baby face, and then she still lost. Yeah, well, and it's weird because like, and I I get it, and it's okay that she lost. But you get those shades of like, I mean, I was watching that match and I was remembering like, oh, yeah, they totally geeked her out to Shayna like last year. Oh, she, it doesn't look mm. like, it doesn't look much different, you know? I mean, I mean she, she wasn't cowering in yeah, fear she wasn't this cowering time. and stuff like she brought it to Shayna and like, I like that part of the match. It's still just like, it's a weird way to write her out of that storyline when I don't think you ever needed to have her in it. Shayna didn't need to be, yeah, yeah. Because like, she just came back. Um, like Mia Yim has already been in that like circle recently. Like there's only there's limited spots. You can just be like write a reason for Tegan to be strong and be included, not like Dakota Kai be weak and not included. I didn't quite get that. Yeah, I I agree. It's just like Dakota, did you piss someone off <laughs> or like I, I don't know? I think they're doing something with her. So Shayna Baszler and Dakota Kai have a match. It's a fine match. They're both great wrestlers. Like I said, Shayna Baszler. Like everything she does has like this viciousness that you don't really get a lot with the other people. Yeah, like male, female, whoever. Just like there's intent behind things, mm-hmm. which sometimes gets lost in like the dance. And then um, she puts her in the fucking choke, gets out of it, puts her back in the choke, and she taps out. Yeah, yeah. I thought at least they could have given her the pass out or something, but I mean, well, again, we'll see like where they're going with the storyline for her. So then the horse girls come and jump her, and then as um fucking Rhea and Candice are about to come and try to save the day. Bianca and Io Shirai come and fucking cut them off the patch, which I thought was a really cool move. It's like you don't really see that. Yeah. Then Mia Young comes with a stick and beats the living shit out of anything moving. Mm, Securing her spot. fucking murdered them. Yeah, securing her spot in the Women's Survivor. Yeah, and so we'll just go to the interview. Kathy Kelly's interviewing Rhea Ripley, who I still believe is twins with Pete Dunn. Um (laughs) And the, she's like, yeah, Mia, you're in. Dakota, you didn't make the cut. Like, and Dakota's just like, okay. <laughs> and like walks so away all it. pissed. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, so I, in my head, there's two ways that this can end. Number one, she's turning kill. And joining the other. Does the other team have all four people on it yet? No. Oh, no, that would be. They have an empty slot on the other that team. That would be pretty cool. And like, that'd be kind of cool. Either turn her heel, and especially against Keegan. Or she's just the biggest geek in the world. And that's just what it is. Yeah. Well, hopefully hope, they turn hope, hope for the Usually former. they don't leave somebody out to dry that bad unless you're Dan Matha. That's the thing. I have enough faith. Oh, shit. I have he, enough. He's still signed with the company, by the way. His name's like <laughs> Dorian Mack now. Yeah. Uh, I I have enough faith in the booking of NXT that they're not going to leave her high and dry. Uh, especially you know she hasn't done any. I mean, she's a really good wrestler in the ring, and she has a good character, so it'd be really silly not to do anything. Uh, but turning her heel would be a surprise. Maybe she'll be a great heel. Yeah, it it would be a nice little uh, restart. 
All right, and then um, what the fuck else happened in this show? I don't know. I'm so itching oh, to talk it, about that main event because oh, I fucked. Uh, Angel, Angel Garza and Tony oh, Nese had a great yeah. match. Tony Nese power bombed a pair yeah. of pants. It was so that good was he take awesome. off the pants. I wish Tony Nese had any charisma because that dude would be a, such a star if yeah. he had an ounce of it. Mm. Like him and Sonata need to like try to figure out how to get charisma. Right. right. Yeah. But they, I feel like those two and Adam Page. I feel like Tony yeah, Nese is in that position because he's he's young, right? I mean, he's like what twenty. Tony Nese? 20 what? My guess would be 25. He could be 21 like, or he could be 55 I and I would not like be surprised 30. either way. Oh, if he, he's 34. I, yeah. He's 34. Yeah, because he, he trained with Trent. Wow. Okay, never mind. I was going to be like, hey, maybe he's just in his like, you know, uh, Stone Cold is the ringmaster phase. No. Yeah, but no. <laughs> but no. but for too long. Uh, this is how he's always been. That's okay, though. I mean, he, you know, he'll probably always have a job as like a, you know. Well, because he, he's, he's a good looking guy he can wrestle he has 30 he's a, abs he's a great wrestler like yeah. he's then, a very great wrestler he's, i'm tony niece look at me count my muscles yeah i was champ oh you forgot like dude has turned like heel baby face heel within the last year yeah it's like big big show type flip and nothing has ever changed about him they gave him the title like he had great matches every single time but he just yeah just didn't work uh yeah. but that's fine because we get Angel Garza versus uh, Leo, right? For the mm-hmm. title. Yeah, so, yeah, um, Angel Garza about to take off his pants, doesn't get to it. And so then, top it open, he just fucking power bombs his pants off. It was so Going for fu- the sunset flip power bomb. It was so funny. Like, Angel Garza has something, too. Oh, my God. He's a great wrestler. He's good 10 looking. Out of, 10 out of 10 looks, 10 out of 10 in the ring. And then, like, he has that charisma, too. People love him. I, I could look at him smile every day. For at least an hour, and it would make my life more enriched. So he wins mm. the match. Leo Rush comes out to shake his hand, like, "All right, fucker, we're doing this," and he slaps him. Ooh, slip slap. And then we have Swerve versus fucking Dijakovic, which was a fucking spot fest like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it. Swerve's really good. Sold really well for Dijakovic. Dijakovic fucking got spiked on his head with a poison rana. Took all of Swerve's offense to make sure he still looks good. But then Swerve just bit off a little bit more. He could chew, try to do uh, some high risk, gets caught into the feast your eyes, and it was over for the one, two, one, two feast. And then the main event, mm-hmm. which was my favorite. OC versus Team NXT. Yeah. What I loved about it, it's my favorite thing you can do in a six-man tag match, is just a series of small one-on-one matches. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which I think is the best way to do it, because it's just like little baby, like, uh, uh, you know, like spark sparks of, like, dream matches. It's okay. You get, like, Keith Lee and Gallows in there. You get, like, fucking Carl Anderson actually getting to work with people, like him and Tommaso working together. Yeah. And then the one that, like, got me fucking going, the moments that... AJ Styles and Matt Riddle were in there. It, it was, was magic. So oh my! Like they have instant chemistry. AJ hasn't moved that fast since he got to WWE, and because it's like, oh, you got to go out there and move and do your thing. Yeah, that's and what Katie was out. saying. Katie was like, oh, I bet he he loves being able to pick up the and pace. Also, like, this. like I like on main roster, like in a larger arena like that. I think that like moving that that little extra step faster doesn't really make a difference because it doesn't sell to the back row. Yeah, like, as well. exactly. Being in that tiny environment again, you see him like he is moving as fast as he can, like yeah, showing off. And like he's showing off to the NXT. I fan. had not realized until that moment how large of a man Matt Riddle is. Oh yeah, he's he huge. he he's, he's like dwarfed. six three. He dwarfs AJ Styles. Yeah, and like the, everything that they did together looked 
so good. I love the ref bump that they had in this match. It was perfect. The pounce to and, so yeah. AJ takes a great bump for a pounce from Keith Lee, kills the ref. Fucking just big schmoz happening. Fucking Matt Riddle almost kills himself on a dive. He hit, he clipped the rope on a Fosbury flop dive. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. scary. That was scary. And hit his back, but he's okay. Yeah. And then fucking Finn Balor, Captain fucking NXT. God. Also, like real, before we get into that, I also like weird like matchup I would have never guessed I would want but the, the moment I saw it Carl Anderson and Champa like I was just like right fuck me up like yeah. I want to see those two have a fun oh, yeah I want that that'd be such a good fight and then you see like and then it's like you get a spark with like Keith Lee and Luke Gallows in there and you're like oh, that's big, a hoss fight boys. I need that's a yeah. hoss I fight I want see Gallows against Lee and Gallows against Dijakovic yeah I mm. do too Ooh. and hell against fucking uh, throw punishment in there too yeah give dude. me a four way with those Finn fucking Balor. And then Finn mm-hmm. Balor shows up. And, and it, it that honestly, I don't know why I hadn't been thinking about it all episode. Because I was like, oh, fucking Bullet oh, Club. Oh, I had been, Bullet but Club. the way they did it was so much better Comes than in there, what I wanted. Fucking hits Riddle with the fucking bloody Sunday. Yeah. And then, on the ramp again. And then the, the moment they make eye contact, I'm like, oh my God. AJ throws up the two sweets. Finn, Finn doesn't do the two sweets back. He does the finger He, he does, does the, the finger guns. guns and then... As fucking AJ's getting fucking homeboy up for the uh, Styles Clash, Adam Cole takes his fucking yes. head off mm. with the fucking super kick. Yeah. And then Ciampa's just sitting there, and Adam Cole fucking hits him with the last shot, which I love the continuity of it. It's like, we may be in a war with them, so I'm going to kick their ass, but we're in a war with you, so I'm going to mm. kick yours too. And, yeah. Finn, and Finn is still... Undeclared, if you will. Yeah, like... Yeah. I I fucking lo- like it feels like all of them being like trying to impress Finn more like try like yeah he feels so dangerous because everyone wants to impress him right now totally like, and so then he goes off there then with those two staring each other down he's like yeah oh man and I'm just sitting there like oh my fucking god it was so good it was a great way to end the show um I felt like this one. NXT's been fucking delivering. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, given the week that we had with SmackDown and Raw and then NXT, I was like, I Adam know. Adam Cole's the MVP of the fucking Oh, league. absolutely. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I know it's not a competition, but oh, man, they are going to make AEW strap on their working boots. And they strapped them on. I, I still feel that NXT was the better complete show. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so, too. I think it was actually kind of glaring. I, as, it, as it has been every week, but it's like when you add in these other elements – and like it adds in so smooth, whereas AEW, as we're gonna get to this, had some killer moments. Mm-hmm. And One I thought it, I thought it was a very solid go home show. And for yeah, the first it, ever go home. But show. it's that it's a go home show, so it felt like you're you know you getting edged because the big show is Saturday. And well, so that, that's oh yeah we well, we. And so like it makes sense why you're not gonna get you don't get a jizz. Yeah, not yet. You can mm-hmm. jizz on Saturday, but like the other uh, no nut November. The- <laughs> The the other thing with that too, like that with AEW is that like every episode has almost felt like a go home episode or something in a way. Like how WCW esque some of this stuff is like with Schmaz finishes at the end and big brawls and stuff. Like I thought this one delivered it really well. Yeah, this, but, this one but, delivered it better than the other brawls. But it's just that it's been so consistently that that like it would have been even better if it hadn't been if that you, way. If you had had already, if you yeah. had a Smaj finish every every single show that you've had. Yeah. So I I missed 
quite a bit Trent, jumping around. Trent versus uh, fucking Pac. Pac was yeah. so good. Yeah, mm. I saw that. Yeah, everybody forgets how good Trent is as a singles. Um, they had a great match, except the end was really weird. Trent, I think, forgot to kick out. Yeah, yeah he or, did. Or, or, or like, they might have, like, the other thing it could have been is, like, the thing where, like, a heel, like, Pulls up the shoulder, pulls up which the is person I, they're pinning, which is what I thought I they were th- doing. I don't think he was supposed to. I think they were supposed. They're trying to give Trent something. Mm. Like, okay, you're not a big geek. Yeah, give Trent the kick out, and then immediately go into the and brutalizer. then he taps out from, or passes out or verbally submits. So it was a good match. Trent is so good, and also like Orange Cassidy getting involved and getting beat up. That's getting his fun. fucking mm. face kicked in. Yeah, yeah, so, he yeah he got his face kicked poor, in. Poor hot boy Jim. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but it was like, it was an exciting way to start the show. Yeah. Then what else happened? Um, if I remember right, it was a private party dark order match. Yes, and so I initially was like, "Oh no, I'm changing the channel." But then I was like, "No, Matthew, give them a chance." And I did for a few minutes, and then I changed the channel, but not because of their own fault. It's just, I don't know. It's it was one of those things where the dark order. Every time I see them, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'm not. I don't know what if I'm supposed to. Uh, find it corny and unenjoyable or if I don't know how serious they're supposed to take themselves and I feel like it's too serious I don't know it's both too serious and not serious enough like it is like right in that like just yeah, lukewarm so you get one of the minions in there like lacing up the dude's boot That's, <laughs> and I'm like okay that makes sense that's what minions are for bananas uh, and then you got the other one sort of just kind of like working and working out and stretching. And it's like, that's not what I want to see from yeah, some I don't, evil, like evil menacing characters. You don't want to see the villain warm up. I don't need to. I don't. Like when they're, when they're supposed to be like spooky weirdos. I want that mystique to be like, oh, I don't like, how did they get in the building and how did they leave? I don't want to know their process of getting ready. Uh, so there's stuff like that where I'm like, no, they're not getting over with the fans, but I don't think. The management or however they're booking it is doing them many favors. Okay, like all the spooky factors that Brandy is getting for some reason right now well, should, some, be, should be with the Dark Order. I completely like, agree. I wish they pushed the rest of the division like they did Brandy. I don't understand. So is Brandy raising Kong from the from the from hell? Who fucking knows? Is it? Is this, this is Dungeon sort of, of Doom level? Yeah, this is weird. witchcraft. But I don't. It's witchcraft. Witchy woman. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh i zoned out for a minute trying to find results <laughs> that's what i come back to <laughs> uh but anyway the match was pretty fun i mean that the for as much as, as, as hokey and corny as this dark order are like when they're in their ring doing that when they're in their element they're pretty pretty fucking good they're good Prime they're, party they're has they're their really spots that they're good at yeah yeah so they won got added to the tag match of full gear yep full dog they really had, like, looking at the card before uh, Wednesday for Full Gear. It was not a card. They had to really scramble, which sucks because it's like Jericho and Cody has this unreal buildup, which we'll get to. Uh, yeah. And, like, like Moxley and Omega has this unreal buildup. And LAX and the Bucks have this unreal buildup. Nothing else does. Yeah. 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 Which is kind of counter to the whole, like, it's like if you're gonna do that, I love the build up, but the booking around it leading up to it's weird because 
I, I've been getting the impression that we're supposed to kind of not have our eyes super fixated on the elite because they want it to shine every, they want everyone to shine. But then the only thing that's giving real buildup that has any sort of consistent feel to like a big thing is the elite guys. It's stuff that they're touching. Because yeah. like a, a women's feud that has been like one of the bigger ones is Britt Baker versus B Priestley. I thought Britt Baker killed it on that promo. And that's on the pre-show. That's on the buy-in. It's the buy-in. Also, most of the buildup for that has come from just like real life. Yeah. I'm like, okay. The fact that B Priestley is a fuck. She almost killed somebody in Stardom. I'm about to find the gif. She almost killed somebody. They're, right. they're showing the clip of B Priestley giving Britt Baker a serious concussion mm. uh, as like, as just like, ooh, ooh, this is drama. I'm, ooh, I she is say, unsafe. Um, congratulations to big stardom fans for being free of B Priestley being your champion because she did lose it ah. in the last week or two. So I'm I'm so happy for all of you. Yeah, it felt like it feels really uh yeah, I don't know, uh just it feels underwhelming, but also kind of like oof. Whereas There's like, so many women there that are like haven't really gotten a spotlight and I'd rather see on like this like pre-show type match you know like yeah. getting a chance then like then B or even like like Britt Baker at this point just because she's gotten a bit of like a showcase and stuff but like have something something maybe like, some kind of like number one contenders like yeah something anything where it's like oh they're actually moving this up, they're for making moving this forward mm. uh, instead of this feud that's based on a, the real life events of an unsafe worker, yeah. <laughs> which is like okay, that's so, gonna be these yeah. uh, yeah. like autobiography yeah. title. Real events of an unsafe worker. <laughs> uh, that is true. But uh, so yeah, there's like stuff like that where it's like if if you're gonna have oh is that the gif? Yeah. Uh, um, if, if you're gonna have uh, oh no. Jesus. Christ. Yeah, she uh, almost kills her. If you're gonna have the the spotlight be on the elite dudes with the for the build up, that's fine. But don't then on the show itself have them losing all the time uh in matches that seem relatively like unconsequential. I don't know. It's it's weird. I mean, like again, they are still like learning how to do this and stuff. I yes. get that. Yes. But like some of this just seems like like such easy fixes like that, like it's that it keeps happening every week. Uh-huh. Like that's like, again, l- like not enough, like women, like, like division on women's division on the show, Brandy getting this weird spotlight in that division. Like it's all like really weird. And then having the best, the best storyline buildup be centered around somebody that morally I don't like watching, but I know it's, that's silly to say when it's like, obviously d- Vince McMahon is a trumper. Like obviously, either brand you're watching is a is fucking. It's, sub- it's wrestling. It's hard to watch. It's, it's without making some. So I can't just be like, ooh, Jericho yeah, and Jake session. Jake Hagar. Like, ooh, that's so bad. When I'm over there praising NXT, I I know that. But like having it being so glaring and stuff, it's like, man, this is the the biggest thing you have going, and I feel icky watching it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And like. Yeah, like for all like the like spotlights they put on some of their performances, you know, that like are like diverse in different ways, like that diversity like hasn't doesn't feel spotlighted on the show. Yeah. Like, you know, Sunny Kiss like had a really fucking awesome match on AEW Dark tagging with Goldust and it was really fucking rad. Cool. Hell yeah. But 
hasn't been on the actual show yet. You know, like Nyla has disappeared since like losing that title match, that first title yeah, match. And yeah. like there's, and it, it just feels really samey. Like if doesn't feel that different from any other wrestling product right now. And it totally could be with such easy fixes. And it seemed like they were heading in that very obvious direction. Like that they were going to like, oh yeah, this is a company for everyone awesome we could totally get behind this and i'm not saying they won't get there i think their intent is to be that but i think in my head the way it's like realistically when you start getting tv ratings and you start getting competition that you really do have to keep up with might have to fall to the 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 template that works which is wwe which is show the big stars uh and being big stars being big stars and then kind of peppering other people hope hope they spark a fire uh so starting with that I'm going to preface this next part because it's I don't agree with Cody's tagline of undesirable to undeniable yeah. for himself. Yeah. Because he was he was signed not being a wrestler straight to WWE. Uh-huh. Multiple time tag champion, intercontinental champion, many WrestleManias, like many big matches. Yeah. He he left there. They like he had a spot. It wasn't like they didn't want to sign him. I do love not his. Like, not like guys like Jimmy Havoc or like a Joey Janela, yeah. Marco Stunts, guys like that who literally, it'd be a lot harder for them to get a spot. Maybe like Jimmy Havoc like, did work a little bit with WWE on Access stuff for Mania, but. But even like MJF. It, like, oh, I, you would have gotten to Well, I like, I like the. Well, the, that, that's like his tagline. Undeniable that, to undes- or undesirable to undeniable. Because that's his interview thing on AEW Dark, which and, I think works great. It's bullshit to me. Yeah, he, I I like he, that. He's the bullshit one to do that one. Yeah, Jimmy Havoc should do it. Mm. Anybody else should do it. Joey yeah. Janela should do it because those guys are guys that are looked over. That guy literally got signed at twenty one. Yeah, not being on the independents. Well, I like I like him went being to go, the the host to, of that to, because that's his thing. That's what he says that he is, and that's oh, what he said at the end. Yeah, I don't like of that. his big his big cool his promo. big promo, which was. Fucking fantastic. Yeah. His delivery, his cadence, his passion behind it. Everything was great. You know, saying that you call me an entitled millennial, but like you mean you both had the fucking same silver spoon. Yeah, you you were born with the same silver spoon in your mouth, you idiot dick. Yeah, it's like cool, like that's great. Yeah. But then trying to put this fucking false narrative that he was this undesirable. That no one ever he got wanted me. Signed at twenty one. Multiple runs with the Intercontinental title, multiple world uh, world tag team championship yeah, runs. Yeah, he was given the opportunities there. Maybe he wasn't necessarily as ready. Maybe they didn't give him everything he wanted exactly to a T. But motherfucker was on TV every single he, week. He took his ball and went home. It wasn't like he got let go because they had nothing for him. Yeah, he was still featured. He was still a featured guy. Mm. It's not like Jimmy Havoc who wasn't going to get signed, or fucking Joey Janela who would have to change everything about himself to be able to do anything. Yeah. It's no, like you don't get to fucking say that. Marco Stunk gets to fucking say that. Mm, yeah. That dude wouldn't have gotten shit. Yeah. But he fucking worked his ass off. Jimmy Havoc fucking destroyed his body for this. Joey Janela destroyed his body to get a fucking look from somebody. Chuck Taylor was another one. Like they had to do everything. Trent Beretta got signed because he was with a training company that had some connections and he got fired mm. because they didn't like him. Yeah. There you go. That's undesirable. Mm. It's undeniable. Yeah. Cody fucking doing it. Fuck that. That's very well put. And then mm. also him saying that like AEW is Ellis Island. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, all right. Um <laughs> I, I just did some <laughs> some quick some quick looking and some quick math. Uh how how many um 
non-white uh, dudes uh, have singles matches uh, at, oh. at, at Full Gear. Oh. Zero. Well, Riho and Emi Sakura in a match against each other. Okay. Um, that's, that's every it. other singles match is white dudes or white, you know, Britt Baker and uh, B Priestley. Yeah. The other women's match. And there's like 11 out of 19, 11 out of 19 uh, people on this card are, are white dudes. Yeah. And it's like, and, and almost all of the rest are made up in like people of color in tag teams. It's a thing where, and we talked about this before the show, before the show aired, it's very possible, and I'm not saying that this is happening, but it's very possible for them to be eaten by their own hype, and they're not going to do themselves any favor by being like, we are the new, fresh, we're bringing something fresh, we're bringing something new, when they have not delivered on that hardly at all. Uh, and it, They do say, they say shit on TV. They do say shit on TV. And but it, it feels Paul like Heyman, they think that's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, they do. It's like, oh, you get one per episode, that's so fun. And it's like, eh. I know. It's, like, what a fucking, like... And I, Moxley did his well. Yes. It's like when it comes but, off, like, when it comes off, like, you're just trying to say, like, a swear word, or when it comes off, like, you're just, like, being an impassioned promo. Fucking like, two different when things. Cody, in his promo, which I do want to spend a little time on, but when he, uh, when, in his promo, when he called D- Jericho a dick, it felt natural and real. Like, yeah, yeah. fuck you, you dick. Like, I, that felt promo real. was 99% great. It yeah. was so good at just, again, that, that tagline that he's been doing. Like it's bullshit. hundred percent. It you don't get signed at twenty one with no training to fucking OVW where they put a fucking journeyman wrestler who's way better than you with you to teach you everything so then you can then beat him. Yeah. And you get moved up to the main roster while fucking Gavin Spears, Sean Spears, goes up to the fake ECW and loses twice and gets fired. You're not undesirable. Uh, Your fucking homeboy that's now the chairman that you beat and now put back into being a geek, that guy's undesirable. He is yeah. the son of Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fucking, like, Reed Flair got a job at one point. Right. Like, it's, you're going to get, if you have a name, you're going to get a he job. He was like, yeah, he was like, what, all, all, like, he was a fucking state champion, like, amateur wrestling in, in, in high school. It's like, yeah, for sure. I liked it. I like it on the AEW Dark when because it's like, oh, Cody's the host, letting these people like Jimmy Havoc tell their stories. That's cool. I didn't realize that he was being like, and I'm also like you. <laughs> I I also have that kind yeah, of even like the Bucks, aura. the Bucks, like because they've done everything their own way and pissed off people. That's undesirable to a point. Like from 2014 on, yeah. hasn't necessarily been, but any time before then when they got like ostracized from WWE for not shaking Booker T's hand. Mm. shit like mm. that there you go but it's bullshit that the guy like i said the guy that signed at 21 because of his last name you don't get a fucking say that no. yeah yeah like even like fucking like christopher daniels like there's there's so many christopher examples. daniels is such a good example too like, like he was he's so been many- almost signed like 20 times and just never did yeah like, so yeah cody fucking cool it you were given everything. Yeah, it wasn't exactly what you wanted. Yeah, you know what? Stardust kind of sucked, especially at the end when they weren't letting you be any different than just a different color gold dust. Yeah. But motherfucker, you got to have so many cool moments and do a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah very, very true. To the very, point where, very like, point. the reason why you are in your position now is because of where you were. And don't fucking forget that. Yeah, that's very, very good point. 
Um, you know, but that being said, he he brought up a lot of really good points that I think lead really, really perfect into this match with him and Jericho. I don't like the stip. The the one where he's like, uh, if if I lose, I'll never challenge again, which is like... Uh, never challenge for the title. I mean, just to, I'll never challenge Chris Jericho again. No, yeah, I'll never challenge for the title again. But also the way... I mean, even when he said that, I'm like, there's a, there's eight eight ways I could think to, to write yourself out of that he, predicament. He, he, like, when you do that's when you become bullshit. But mm-hmm. it'd be like a heel turn, you know? Like Or, or he, he could say, like, after he loses, say, hey, I came up short. I'm like, I need to, like... Yes, I'm a person with power in this company. I'm not going to get like I'm not going to take a title challenge like opportunity again until everyone else has a turn like I'm going to the back of the line because I support people in my locker room. He could say that and that'd be a huge babyface thing. But like the way it came off is just like I'm not going to challenge for the AEW World title again. So it just like puts this weird thing because then if he wins then it's like well you kind of telegraphed it. Yeah. If he loses it and then challenges again like he's they're a, gonna have to a do liar. so much writing around it, yeah, like, for no for no reason. Yeah, they they booked themselves into this weird corner. And like, the only way I could think of it that would make sense, like reasonably, would be if that he wins, he wins, or he genuinely does not ever want to hold that title. But then it's dumb because he's like the most over guy because there's he's a he's so undesirable to undeniable. <laughs> and now. and there's no reason to kayfabe that. Like yeah. there's no reason to put that. Like if that was true that he doesn't ever want to hold the title, which I would respect for a you know person. Well, then you lose like any in. matches that could be like yeah, there's that no, can make somebody. Yeah, there's that's no, true. There's no reason to put it out there like that. I like, mean, I wonder if there's a thing like I don't know what's in his head. I don't know it the responsibilities he has behind camera. I don't know how much. I mean, this idea like how, there's I no wonder, creative team. It's like them. Yeah, but like how long do you think he wants to be in? An in-ring competitor. I mean, that I don't know what's Until in his he's head. 40. I don't know what's in his head about it. Till he's forty. Yeah, as you said that. Yes. Oh, okay. I mean, that's cool. But like, uh, then, ah, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird stipulation Dumb. to put on the match. Mm. It doesn't really add a lot of. Uh, it, it, it either telegraphs it, or then it's like setting you up for bullshit. Yeah. Um. Besides those things, what a fucking promo! It was great. Yeah. You step outside of like anything like that. Like it was one of the best promos that I've seen in a very long time. He delivered it very passionately. It seemed real. Mm. Like I said, just the line at the end pisses me off, just because it's like, dude, it's not you. Um, but like he, everything he did was great. He had the crowd behind him. Um, I thought the, just every, like I said, just everything was good except like the two little parts I discussed. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it was fantastic. Like you said, ninety nine percent of it was great. Yeah, I'm gonna try to remember to cut it in here. If if I did not, mm-hmm. go find it and yeah. watch it because it's worth it. Chris Jericho, that is a very big if. It's not an encumbrance. It's not an albatross that is going to sit on your chest and weigh you down. It is going to vanish. You've taken to calling my lot entitled millennials. You've called me an entitled millennial bitch. I neglected to read in your best-selling book, A Lion's Tale, which you can get on Amazon for $3 or at any, or at any flea market. I neglected to read about the upbringing you had that was so hard. You talked about my silver spoon. Gosh, it must have been so difficult being the upper-class son of a famous hockey player. It is almost like we shared the exact same silver spoon, you stupid dick. You dismissed. 
You've dismissed every accomplishment I've made. You've talked about my father. Well, you call me an entitled millennial, I call you a carny succubus because of the dirty secret about you. The dirty secret is you need this generation more than it needs you. And you've surrounded yourself with impressionable youth. This isn't about my dad. This isn't about the dead. It's about the living. It's about my mother. It's about my sister. It's about my wife. It's about the 14 years it took me to go from undesirable to ungoddamn deniable. Or if he did, if, if Zach did remember to do that, then uh, how cool welcome. is that, huh? How cool is that promo, okay. huh? Um, then we have, what else happened on the show? There was um, the women's tag. Women's tag. Jamie Hayter and Emmy Sakura versus Riho and Shanna. Mm. Yeah. Solid, solid match. It was way better than like a lot of the women's matches they've been putting on because mm. they actually gave them time to shine and everything on there. Yeah, it was, it was like, it was fun. And then Jamie Hayter is just really good. Riho's like, has like a lot of support and like, mm-hmm. she's very good. And then Shanna also was looking good too. So, um, it makes her to me is like, okay. But, um, yeah, I thought that was one of the more strong efforts that, that's been on TV. Mm. And so hopefully they get the women's division a chance to shine a little bit more after full gear, maybe like, once the pay per view is done, they can reset and go from there. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt on a lot of things. Right, and, right. And, but at the same time, come on, fuckers. Yeah, for real. And like the match they're setting, like they set up for full gear. You know, Emi Sakura versus Riho. Like Emi Sakura is 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 good, not like next level great at all. But the, these two have so much experience together that I'm sure they can put together a really yeah yeah. I just wish there was match. wish there was build. Yeah. It, yeah, they should have been building put this for weeks. Like, put importance on this. Like, I like, you know NXT, especially for a while, and takeovers would only have one women's match, but it was always for the title and always felt big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it would go up and be like, like, okay, this makes sense. It's the second. It's second from the top. It's like your two two main titles are the fucking men's, like the heavyweight title and the women's title. Like, yeah, those are your two top titles, and they treated it like such every time. Yeah, because they would literally. Break it down like that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Let's see. What else we have? Uh, Sean Spears beat Brandon Cutler, but this was mostly to set up Joey Spears Janelle. and Joey Janela. So. Yeah, which is cool. Brandon Cutler, the fucking jobber. Yeah. yeah get get that. Yeah, get that. Him. Yeah. Get mm-hmm. that paycheck. Get two paychecks. Yeah, what else does he do behind the scenes? Digital, like, like he fucking holds the camera for being the elite. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, He's our friend. Yeah. Then I I missed the the the, the I digital the, content. Producer. I missed the brawl at the end of the show. <laughs> I did not see the brawl at the end of the oh, show. Oh yeah, so yeah. Then we had main event was Jericho and Sammy Guevara. The Jericho the Jericho Hangman fucking video Penny. making fun of the Cody video was so fucking funny. It was mm. was Soul Train Jones and like his Aunt Becky's friend from church. <laughs> fucking <laughs> Virgil. Yeah. But got fucking Virgil in the video. Yeah, he's dipping his breadstick into AEW. <laughs> mm. It was. Find that video. It's like two and a half minutes. Of okay, just I'll watch it. Fucking like hilarity. It's, it's very, so it's very funny. Good. I saw that what Sammy Guevara was saying. Uh, the youngest AEW champion in history. It's mm-hmm. true, Chris Jericho. It's very true. It's very true. He's younger than Brett. Yeah, forty-seven. <laughs> um. Yeah. Th- I mean, this was a good match that just ended in big sh- WCW schmas. So. But yeah. like, I, the- I heard it was over, like really over the top. 
It was because it's mm-hmm. like literally everyone eventually was out there. Everybody yeah. would run in. That's like kind of in like the main feuds, like the elite and the inner circle. But everybody would like go in. Like Cody ran in, hit his big moves, and then like LEX come in, hit their big moves, and Young Bucks come in, hit their big moves, and then everybody <sighs> kind of like MJF's out there fighting. Jake Hager's fighting. They end up on the the ramp, and then fucking Nick Jackson does a giant dive off the 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 entrance ramp, and it's, it was really fucking. I thought it was really cool. Again, it, it means more when you don't have every match in the schmaz. Yeah, but it was really cool. I, like I, I like this because like so like watching it, I was I kind of like started to be like roll my eyes at it because it's like because they do this so uh-huh. much and like, but then like it got to a point where it like started becoming so ridiculous like and over the top that it like almost transcended the like the like stereotypical thing that they keep doing over and over because like it just kept going on and there were times when like people like would not help their friend right next to them to go like run and attack someone that they yeah. were in a feud with you know and like it says so one of those things where it's like if you uh, if you say a joke like five times it's annoying but if you say it 50 times it gets funny it comes mm-hmm. back around to being like, funny oh fuck what's it i'll think of the name of the movie but um there's a scene where never mind i can't I can't piece it together enough right now. (laughs) But yeah, like it it got so like over the top that yeah, yeah, it was like that became fun again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. I'm I'm excited for full gear. I really am. Um, yeah, and then I I do just hope going forward that everything feels like it has a bit more consequence behind it uh, as far as how they're building people up. I think they could do a more effective job. But you know. I don't know how long this grace period is going to last, but I feel like they're still definitely in it. They're they're figuring it out. Are are there? Is it a grace period? Do you think? I mean, at a certain point, we're gonna we're gonna get the, less the Ellis for, Island of wrestling. We're gonna get less forgiving of bad, undesirable, uh, undeniable baby. Yeah, well, yeah, I'll forgive it for now. No, I understand. Like there, there should be like a little, at least a little bit of like a like okay, they're 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 finding their footing, but I really hope they find it soon or at least uh expand overall i thought it was a really strong show though and i i criticize it a lot because i feel like a lot of people treat it with kids gloves yeah to the point where it's like they feel like they can't criticize AEW because you're like revoking your smart card Mm. i feel like every week has been really good they have some great in-ring stuff they have like like the promo was awesome like moxley's promo is so good like They've just been doing a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. And it's just like the stuff that needs to be called out just needs to be called out. And nobody mm-hmm. nobody seems to do it like aside from like cornet guys who just call it bull like talk about the bullshit. Yeah. And like like criticism out of a place of caring is very like real and valid. Yeah. And I just want this company to do really well. And I feel like there's just a lot of stuff that they're missing the boat on. And stuff that they were hyping up so much. I'm like, come on, you fuckers. That's mm-hmm. the thing where it's like you know, I I, I got really excited, especially after Double or Nothing. I was like, this is a fucking revolution. This is mm-hmm. awesome. It's like, and so then, like, if I grew up in a place that like had in and out I, I like, you know, first like, there, you know, like I'd go to in and out and then be like, oh, this is good, you know? But like, because I didn't and because like it, I didn't have it in and out until I was like in my 20s. Yeah. And I'd heard how great it was like for like that long. The first time I had it, I was like, yeah, that was good. Like that was good, but it wasn't same expectation was it way wasn't too high. That you know, like I would still st- I still stop there like when I have a chance, but it wasn't like I had the exact same experience. Wasn't wasn't I was like, changing. finally, I'm gonna get yeah. to try in and out, and I was like, well, that's good. It's good. 
It's fine, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it, it might be my favorite fast food if it wasn't hyped up to be my favorite. I fast prefer food. Hamburger Connection in Caldwell, Idaho. Fuck yeah. But uh, I, yeah, I don't know. That's actually, though, that's a good segue into our, into the other thing. But, uh, oh shit. Right. I, uh, but I, uh, uh, I don't know. I, I'm excited for Full Gear. It's fun. It's a good time to be watching wrestling. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Full Gear, gear as well. I think that they, they deliver on the big shows. Yeah. The movie I was thinking of, couldn't think of the name of, it's called They Came Together with Paul Rudd and Amy Poehler. It was a Netflix original. There's a scene where I come to a minute. <laughs> just repeat the same two lines for literally a minute and a half. And, you go through the whole... Where you're just like, stop, and then it's like, oh, then this is it's awesome. the funniest thing yeah. I've ever seen by the end of it. All right, so, Oster, to answer your question, how many hot dogs can you eat in one sitting? Um, just reg dogs, like if you're calling like regular size, I could probably do a good solid three. Uh, I'm sorry, what was the question? How many hot dogs can you eat in a sitting? In one sitting? Quite a few. I say a good solid three, because I'm gonna, I, want, I want to want some chips. I'm going to want to drink. I'm not trying to be that guy, but we are talking dogs and buns. Yes, yes. It's not just like a hot dog. It's like not just dress ba- it up. It's not just bare wiener. Yeah, yeah. Not okay. just bare wiener. Uh yeah, depending on the brand, uh, I could house I could house three hot dogs without much of a problem. Two two chili dogs. Yeah. Yeah. You get that chili in there. I'm, and yeah. I smother it. I'm not just like I'll a say, little bit. If it's smothered one and a half comfortably, but obviously I'm finishing that yeah, in half. It's it's a uh, hurting a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not gonna leave it. I'm not gonna obviously I'm not gonna eat it later. Uh, so I have a question from Derek. Uh, is Derek your favorite wrestle boy? Is that, was that to me? Uh, no, that was to, so I put it out on Instagram and I got a couple responses. Ooh. Um, to, uh, to the question, I'm my favorite wrestle boy. Uh, it, so that would follow up to the next question is Esai your favorite wrestle boy? Yes. Uh, what about, uh, is Zach your favorite wrestle boy? Zach, are you me? Um, this is for all I of us. I guess when you sign into Hulu, you are. Yeah. Now here's the now here's a real. No, one. I mean, I'm I'm not that like the fucking scrub, Derek. I made my own account, thing. <laughs> like made my own profile in there, so I don't mess up your recommendations. Appreciate it. And uh, an important one is Matt, your favorite wrestle boy. Are you me? Am I you? I'm me. Hey, you're not me. I'm me. Um, I'm my favorite. I can't I can't pick a favorite because that's rude. I yeah, I can't pick a favorite either. I feel like we are like uh you know, we're like the Power Rangers in our in our mm-hmm. Voltron or whatever the fuck we're, we are. No, we're all the Green Ranger. No, we oh. can all agree on though. I'm a frog. That it's not the answer's not Derek. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, Derek, you 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 Austin, Texas ass food you foodie. Drunk in a target. I got a real question though. Ooh. Uh, from one of my friends I used to work with uh, on Instagram at uh, uh, Staged Intimacies. Uh, did you see uh, Peanut Butter Falcon? It was the hands down the best wrestling movie I've seen. I did not, and I like I wanted to really bad, and then I just forgot to go see it. I yeah. have not seen it yet either. I know it's it stars uh, Shia the Beef, uh, and that's awesome. I didn't know that movie had was about wrestling. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's fantastic. I, I'm definitely going to see it. That's awesome. But it made me think. Uh, just real quick. What what's your favorite uh movie that centers around wrestling? The Wrestler. That's a very good movie. I love that movie. Movie makes me cry. Yeah, that one's good. I did like fighting with my family. Uh, but come on, boys, ready to rumble. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. It's good. But also, um, uh, on dealing with it, uh, my mom and I interviewed uh Boise's Fool Squad, uh, like comedy duo for like twenty years, and Joe, one of the guys in it, was telling me about this movie starring Henry Winkler from like. 
the like I feel like I've heard of this one where he like becomes a pro wrestler because he's like a failed actor or something. I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. If you guys have seen it, let us know. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it, that was cool to get an actual question, not just from Derek who gave me some bullshit questions that I didn't um, ask. Ask though, Bryson. Um, I mean, we can have a hot dog eating contest, but you'll win because like, I'm not a speed eater. I'm. Are you saying this to Bryson or to one of us? Bryson. Oh, okay. I don't know who that is, but yeah, Bryson. Knox no, Gods. We, we, oh, from the from the the show we the Los Ringo, uh, Los Ringo Star, <laughs> Los Ringo Burbuttles, <laughs> Los uh, Ringo Star Starables, Starables. Uh, what is the other questions we? Um, we we were asked to rank the uh, pizza chain restaurants. Okay. Um. Uh. Well, obviously, number one is Pepperoni Jabronis in uh, New York, New York. That's not a chain, though. But I heard, I heard they're fr- they're looking to franchise, now. but they haven't yet. Okay, of course. So, what do we consider like like we're we talking national I mean, chains? The ones they gave were yeah. Domino's, Pizza Hut, or Little Little C Little C. So of those like, of those three, of those like of those ones, because like there's other like chains. It says like those like. Okay, those just I was gonna say because if we're gonna like do like regional franchises, I don't know. Nah, I mean that's just the big the big ones like Domino's. Like everyone's got a Domino's. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, like, um, Domino's might be my number one just for consist like it's Domino's. Consistent. Domino's is very consistent. I used to love pizza at the most, but, but it's like, trash now. Then it, I stopped getting free pizza for my grades. That's true. You did, yeah. No, it, it used to be really good, and like the Pizzone kicks ass, and like their wings are actually really good now. Oh yeah, and they have fries and shit, and like cheese sticks. Okay. And they really fucking go for it. Pizzone is my favorite euphemism for um, pubic area. Yeah, my Pizzone. <laughs> <laughs> but like their pizza like has gone downhill. It's their pizza's awful. Domino's consistently, yes. I do enjoy <laughs> a little Caesars uh when hot and good, ready. When it's good, like that's so nice. Little Caesars is like I always order online, wanna know why? Because you get the stuffed crust is great. Yeah. The deep dish is great. The Italian cheese bread is great. So I will say my favorite, I mean if you you know, if it's payday, if you're not necessarily her in at a pizza company. I, well, obviously, I love Idaho Pizza Company. Uh, I also love Papa Murphy's. I love pizza. that's not true. I love Papa Murphy's. I oh, love, trash pizza is my favorite from Whole Foods. Fuck I you, love, JD. I love Papa Murphy's. Papa Murphy's yeah. is. I, I'm a, such a fan of Take and Bake because it makes your house smell so good, and then it's fresh right there. And for then you. you can also kind of bake it to like. Do you want a crispier crust? Yeah. Do you want a little bit li- like a? Uh, oh, how about bit. I get this and also maybe I can add a couple of toppings I already have around my house. Yeah. Uh, so I love Papa Murphy's. Bites, but right? I also I'm a big fan of Chicago Connection. Because I like myself a deep pie. I don't think that's a, a big chain. That's more of a regional place. More regional. Because uh, like, if we're gonna do like regional, like mine doesn't be Giordano's, which is in Chicago. Mm, okay. But big the big ones, Domino's. And then I'm gonna say a Little Caesar number two, mm. Pizza Hut, and then Papa John's. I don't like Papa John's. I don't their like Papa pizza, John's either. I like their pizza they, tastes like old Domino's. Yeah. I like that they give you a pepperoni in the box. <laughs> yeah. I do. I enjoy that. That's and fine. the fucking garlic butter, but that's all they are. Uh, they're it, just they're just the box condiments. How I don't know how many Papa Murphys there are in the region. That would be my number one. Same here. Same here. Number mm. two would be Domino's. Three yep. Caesars. Yep. Same. Then the same as these eyes. Yeah. Fuck Papa John. Yeah, yeah, fuck you, John. Though I don't care that you're trying to like, like whitewash your fucking history with Shaq. Yeah, it's like fuck oh, you, John. Uh, yeah, yeah, Shaq's not gonna save you. I, I, if I lived in a place where Shaq owned one, I would go directly into there. As that's the I, only reason. Of course, I would because I want to know that my money ends up in Shaq's pocket. I would love to put money big, big pocket. I would love that. <laughs> I know how deep his pockets are. Oh, no, not how much money he has, but just like like because he wears big shorts. Yeah, imagine yeah. him wearing just a pair of diesel. 
like brand shorts God, in God, his man. size, how big would those pockets be? It would be like this. You guys can't see at home, but his wow, his bed. I remember from his MTV Cribs episode is it was a circle, it was Superman themed, of course, and it was yeah. a twenty by twenty feet. Yeah, it was the WWE size of a WWE ring. ring. You know what's so fun? Okay, I mean, like it's every so they make such a big deal. About how big? About how big? Sorry, I hear my. Jack's dick is. Well, about how big his shoes are? Like every time they say that, I'm not supposed to be like. I wonder how big his fucking dick is. <laughs> Jack dick. I and I know that they say the foot and the dick thing isn't always right, but, he it, has but to have, it's such a lore. A, it's in such well, pop no, culture lore. Even if he has a small hug or like an average hug, it would that's look small to him. It would look teeny weeny. He probably has a fucking just. He has an arm. I think he has a dick for days. Yeah. At least six. Six days. Even a week. Six days worth of D. You know, these are the questions, though. All right, next question, because we've gone a lot longer. <laughs> That's true. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, everyone. How do we do this? Derek's gone. Yeah. Fuck this? yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, from Blurg. Uh, favorite video game? Favorite video game? Ooh. Uh Ooh, I, I mean, I I'm always a fucking huge sucker for the Elder Scrolls series. Oh, same, but I Morrowind would, is my so I would Morrowind almost, might be my number one game. I have game. more fond memories of Oblivion than I do. I almost got overwhelmed with Skyrim. Uh, Oblivion, I think, would put up there with one of my favorites. Uh, my I, most played game is probably NBA 2K. Like since I became an adult, yeah, or, like, or Madden. I think I played Skate Three more than say, almost Skate Two or Three is my most played, or Morrowind or my um, most played. Yeah. Also, then like. We're going just like one of my favorites of all time. Just Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. I mean, yeah, hell yeah, game's just timeless. Um, I I was such a huge fan of SmackDown versus Raw. I'm not just oh, saying yeah. that because uh we're on the show. I played that WB, game. WWF WrestleMania 2000. Yeah, yeah. Any of the 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 WWE games like uh that came out before the 2K ones, I was like really really into. I still even buy the new ones. I didn't I'm buy sorry. 20, which I'm glad about. I heard 2019 was actually pretty fun. I got it. Fleshed out, but uh, I'll probably buy this. I haven't bought it yet, but I will. Okay. I've been looking at some other games that uh, uh, Fallout Four is fucking fun. And I, I'm a huge fan of RPGs. I like uh, you know, Blurg. Sorry, but we didn't have enough time to really dive into. Holy shit, man. though! But Hiromu Takahashi is back. Oh my god, we forgot. But we'll talk about all that here soon. We'll bring you on, Blurg. Yeah. Blurg, we'll bring you on. But we'll he's talk about uh, it. yeah, he's challenging Osprey at Wrestle Kingdom for how the, cool is that? The junior title. His right. poor neck is going to. Uh, Hold up, great. Whether that was everything or not, I, I just say we better get into per- previewing full gear. Like oh actually. shit, we still. Oh, okay, real, real quick, speed it's round. Seven matches, including pre-show, and out so far. So on the pre-show, Britt Baker versus B Priestley. Who do you, you think? Have to, you Britt. have to have Britt win. Have, yeah, hopefully, and it's hopefully you know safe. Safe. <laughs> uh, tag team championship: SCU champions versus Lucha Bros versus Private Party. SCU needs to hold it. Yeah, Still. retain. Okay, I'm into that. Probably pinning private party to keep. Luke yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Pack versus Adam Hangman Page. Uh, Pack wins. Yeah, Pack needs to be strong and he needs to challenge the title soon. Yeah, yeah and Pac- also like have Page keep getting more and more frustrated. Build that storyline. Completely mm-hmm. agree. Uh, build it on TV more, guys. Yeah. Uh, women's Championship: Riho versus Emi Sakura. Riho, Riho, and hopefully it's a good match with all the experience. My, my guess is fuck. My guess is fucked. Finish to set up whatever the next thing is for Rio. Uh, then Young Bucks versus uh, Bucks. Santana, Santana and Ortiz, the proud and powerful, proud and powerful. Lax. Um, uh, really think- randomly, just want to say um, last week on AEW, uh, Rock and Roll Express. 
powerbombed <laughs> through the stage by XLAX. Uh, this week on NWA Power, they aligned themselves with who are the OG. Really? LAX. Good. So they're just like, I'm going to go over here and just hang out with Eddie Kingston We're going to be safe now. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie Kingston in a homicide. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to say Bucks, Bucks go over. I'm yeah. going to say Bucks because cause they've just been uh, losing. They need to win a big match. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kenny Omega versus John Moxley. Mox. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna have fun uh, and say uh, Kenny. Yeah, my, my like my thought on it is like Kenny's gonna, you know, he's keeps going back to the cleaner stuff and it keeps not working for him. This is gonna be like the final, the, the pity of that. Like, yeah, I can see realize he's gotta be new Kenny, not old Kenny. Okay, well, be, I'll start winning. I'll I'll, I'll keep it interesting and, and go with uh, Kenny. Yeah, and then AEW Championship, Chris Jericho, unfortunate dad to us all. This is. <laughs> Cody, uh, I think Cody has to win. Really, I I think I think Jericho keeps it, and it's just a bad writing on Cody's part. <laughs> yeah, I I I I'm going in with low expectations, hoping to enjoy it. But also, I the, think, like setting up that it might be a 60 minute match makes me really gouge my I, face I hope off. To oh, God, it is not. I can't ha- handle that. That Jericho versus Okada match that was like 35 minutes long. Like that felt like it felt two like a 60 hours minutes. long. Uh yeah I I think I I hope it's fun I hope some fun stuff happens I think Jericho is gonna walk out still with that title though, well, however it happens, yeah we'll see all right all right I mean anything anything else uh we love you thank you except Derek never come back yeah Derek why don't you just move to Austin no this is really fucking weird to host by the way y'all. it's weird just like... it's weird to look across and see I love looking across and seeing you Zach. But it's so weird to look across and not see Derek there, I, and then have this empty seat next I, I to me. I changed my point of view, and so I just looked at both of you guys. There, the there have yeah. been multiple times where I was just like, started to space. I was like, "Holy shit! I have to actually say <laughs> something now. This yeah. is so bad." Yeah, Derek, uh, don't move to Austin. Baby, come back. You can blame it all on me. Well, anyways, I was wrong, and I just can't live without you. Hell yeah! On that note. On that note, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. WrestleBoys316 says, Look at me. Look at me. I'm the Derek now.